I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Coming up on TMS, which of you bastards said serenity? Garmondo, sounds great. Five guys, COVID and lies. And then there's Mod. Shalala boof. A regular human-sized burger. Man, I could sure go for some gum. Got any cheese? The wild Brady West. Hey, attractive girl, you're muted. Yes, that Vanessa Williams. The 30-year-old is a baby. Who is Claire Diction? Netflix murders and cakes. You're a sweet little headache with Tom. Way more than two or five things with Randy and Nicole and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. People of everywhere, I have shocking news. Hey, butt out. This is between me and everyone else in existence. I do love the tentacle. The Morning Stream. She's a breath of fresh ass. Good morning, one and all. Welcome back to TMS. It's the morning stream for Wednesday, November 23rd, 2022. I'm Scott Johnson. That's Brian Ibbett. Hello. Hello. Happy, happy both hump day and last official episode of the week for us. Oh, yeah. That's it. It is because we've got uh, the Thanksgiving tomorrow. That's right. Here We're in the States. No show on Thanksgiving. No. I mean, look, I know the rest of the world. You're all just like, oh, man, what? And we're like, hey, whatever. It's Turkey Day. That's what we do. Uh, Dylan's smoking a turkey, I found out. I'm so excited. Nice. I can barely stand it. Very excited. And also, uh, the kids are here today, which means um, that's the true sign that COVID is out of this house, is that uh, we're allowing children here. <laughs> no so kidding. Cool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Excited for uh, after the show to go hang out with the boy. And and I think Phoebe's here, too. I'm not sure. She might be going Aww. to her mom. I don't know. But anyway, it's all, all good, man. It's all good. I'm actually feeling... You know, let's do the percentage check-in. We're a week yeah, from yeah, COVID. Yeah, what's the percentage? What All right, at? here we go. So according to this Brian scale, the Ibit scale, mm-hmm. yep. I'm going to put myself at 83%. Oh, that's really good. Yeah, wow. it's not bad. It's very functional. The only real yeah. uh, hangabout is this stupid cough, which I will try mm-hmm. to cough switch for today. Mitigate with a button? Yeah, in fact, I'm doing it now. I, that made me oh, have to it cough. Worked. Amazing. It totally worked. Just having to talk about, just talking about the cough makes it come for me. I hate it. Anyway, that, um, and just a little tired, you know, just a little logy, just a little Mm. slow, but but that's okay. That's kind of my normal anyway. So I feel like I'm, I'm in the, I'm in the ballpark of, of healing here. So yeah, 83%. Uh, uh, thanks everybody for your continued nice comments and, um, don't get COVID. It sucks. It sucks. <laughs> Avoid it if you can, please. Yeah, yes. it's really bad. Um, I got a question, though. So last night, Kim and I 
were sitting around. She was like, you know what? I should make such and such for dinner. And I said, yeah, but this sounds like a bunch of work. And also, does that even sound good? And she's like, not really. What do you want to do? <laughs> and she's like, oh, I have a gift card I forgot about. We should use it. I said, where? Five Guys. I'm like, I'm in. Let's go. I love it. Let's go to Five nice. Guys. So we go to Five Guys last night. And uh, you know how Five Guys has got all their um, uh, their peanuts, you know? Yes, yeah. The bags and boxes all of over peanuts. the place, and the yeah, right, yeah. I noticed when I walked in there. This is a side note, but they have way less of that now, and I don't know what's going on there. Is there a peanut shortage? Is it just that they do don't? they even do they even still offer them? Oh yeah, they're still there, and they they still have the there. scoopers okay. and all that, but they just were, I don't know, a third the stock I'm used to seeing. Interesting. Okay, I don't know if they had a run on it. A bunch of people came in and just like went nuts on the peanuts, or, or what happened? I don't know. I mean, it, you know, it, it's not like if they were really worried about allergies, they'd have to take all of them out. And I'm sure there's there's a sign on the door, right, that says, by the way, if you have peanut allergies, this is not the oh, place yeah. you want to be. Yeah, yeah, they got a big warning there, which is good. I'm glad um, they do that. But um, yeah. I, I, I always think it'd be funny. I'll never do this. But I'd like to just walk in there once, pretend I don't see the sign, and just suddenly uh-huh. go, beep, beep. I can't breathe. I can't. You know, like make a big stink about it, and then have them. Yeah. You know, see if the five people back there do sure. anything. You're going to get uh, a quick jab from the counter person with a uh, <laughs> one of those. Uh, oh, he made like an EpiPen back there. EpiPen, I love that yeah, idea. He's gonna, I'm sure they've got one of them. They've got to have them there. He's like, my time I... has come, and he leaps over the counter with his EpiPen. He's always wanted to do it, and then I'm his yeah. guy. No, I, I, that's this is good reason not to do this. I'm not going to do it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But anyway, here's the weird bit. So I know I go in there, I notice the peanut shortage, and then we get to the counter <laughs> and we order what we're gonna order. And I didn't do I didn't go too crazy. I never get the cheese and uh, I get the smaller burger, even though yeah, well, God, yeah, you have to. Like <laughs> they call it a baby I, burger or something. Or, I know, but it is it's that is actually the regular human sized burger. <laughs> yeah. It's really can know this if you've never been to a five guys. When you go in there and it says if you look and say, oh, it says hamburger, that must be just the basic. No, yeah. that's a double-stacked monster beast that's like 1,200 calories. Don't maybe get yeah. that. Uh, instead, say, I want the small... I think it's just called the small burger. I think so. I think but it's, it's a big... Burger, yeah. It's bigger than any other burger. It is. Yeah, it's still bigger than a, like a... A typical McDonald's or Burger King or, you know, even... It's about the size of a Smashburger burger. Yeah, and and, and, and taller than that. So it's got yeah. the it's got the circumference... Yeah, it's like the circumference of Freddy's and the height of a Big Mac. It's a right. it's a big old burger, so it is. you know, it's a big burger, just know yeah. that going in there. So I do that, and uh, Kim orders first, and then I get up and I go, "Yeah, I want the small burger there with the uh, this and the that and the mushrooms and the things and I'm adding all the stuff I like." Mm-hmm. And he goes, "Here's what he says. He says, uh, Garmondo sounds great or sounds good." <laughs> Garmando? Yeah, Garmando. He says he, <laughs> in a questioning voice, he says Garmando uh, sounds good is what he says. And I went and just kind of went I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. So I didn't say anything because I don't know what the frick that means. So we got another fart gas on our hands here. I don't know nice. what that means. Garmando. Yeah. Now here's so context, here's what I ordered just before he said the Garmando. I said yeah. the small burger with all the stuff, you know, there's like a list of things they just include as a as a blanketing. Sure, include. sure. Kind of like the 
the the the uh, Mike's way or what is it? Uh, not Mike's. Uh, uh, oh, Jersey Mike's. Jersey, yeah, Mike's way. Mike's way. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. is like, all right, here's the standard eighteen things, including the stuff that's gonna make your bread soggy. Enjoy. Yeah, enjoy the soggy bread. And then so yeah. so so it says those. I says I'll do that. And then also, I also just want to add green peppers. Uh, let's not do onions this time, and I definitely want mushrooms. Last word I say is mushrooms. Mm. And he says Garmondo. Sounds good. Okay. All right. Hold on a second. Uh, all right. Green peppers is G. Uh, I'm wondering if there's like a, if they've created a mnemonic device for, for each order. So it's like, hey, I need two Garmondos, please. And oh, it's got, interesting. you know, okay. green peppers, avocado, <laughs> uh, red tomato, mushrooms. <laughs> And it's entirely possible. You know, it's possible, except he was saying it. He didn't yell it back. He only said it to me as if I would know. Of course, yeah. Oh, like, you want uh, the Garmondo. Like yeah. the Garmondo. And I'm like, I, and there's nothing. I, and afterwards, and he's yeah. doing stuff on the thing. And I'm just looking at the menu. I'm going, is something up there say this? Nothing I said know, Garmondo. Nothing. I can't even like come up with a phrase that he might have slurred. Yeah. See, this is. Did he speak? And he spoke normally, all you know, in all other instances, right? Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's just some, you know, white American kid. He's not like you know, I there was nobody there with like an accent or a different language or sure or any of that. It was it was, uh, and he was also very he enunciated and didn't mumble. He said Garmondo as clearly as day. (laughs) Now I admit I'm coming into this with some stuffy ears from my week of COVID, and it's it's not great sometimes. Like my left ear gets really stuffed and i can't hear out of it very well during covid but i it's possible i I mean i tried to find reasons i just couldn't find any why i couldn't why why the word garmondo was coming into my my head and i I turned to kim who is not she's no longer paying as much attention she's on her phone while i'm ordering and i turned to her i go did you hear anything and she's like what do you mean i go he said like garmondo or something she goes i have no idea and then that was it she does she doesn't know so I Did don't have you, uh, a witness. I don't have anything. I have nothing to work yeah, on here. Were you wearing a shirt that maybe uh, had stuff written on it in the font Adobe Garamond? <laughs> you know, I always like to tell my my Garamond friends, I call them Garmondos because they love Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Oh, hey, Garamondo. You bet. Yeah. Oh. It's, fun, it's so funny how fonts have come up like three times today without even meeting with it. Brian found he found a gold mine. I didn't know this was even a thing until he told me. But Ventura, for the Mac OS Ventura update, includes a complete rework of the font book. And if you're a font nerd or do any kind of design work or any of that, you got to go check out the new font book. It's freaking it's- great. Like just you know, just a couple simple changes, but it's like, oh, finally this thing is useful. Like, because basically pr- prior to this, you had a list of all your fonts yep. in whatever you know, uh, whatever font your Mac is set to, mm-hmm. and you had to go item by item in that list to see what each of those fonts look like. Now it's finally in a grid showing you all the fonts, and yeah, like, oh. at a glance you can you can just absolutely go, oh, this is great. In fact, I don't. This is the first time FontBook has now been a permanent launchable icon on my on my uh, launch bar. Oh wow! Wow. Because prior prior to this, it was just stupid. I would just search for it when I needed it to add new fonts or something because it was kind of useless. It was just a stupid list and hasn't changed since like OS seven or some (laughs) bullcrap. Right. Yeah. So Brian points this out, and I'm like, oh my gosh, 
It's like having a whole new world in front of me here. And this is only, you know, if you're not using fonts for like stuff. Like designers, then, this is something designers care about because yeah. we're like, well, let's see. I don't want to use Roboto standard again. Let's, uh, or Gotham. Maybe I can find something else. Oh, look at this. Yeah. And you might say, well, just use Photoshop or whatever you're using to preview the fonts there. And it does have preview stuff, but it's the same problem. You have sure. just the list and you got to go down yeah. the list to see it. Um, I yeah. think Affinity Photo may have previews next to the names, but it's still so, really yeah. small. It's not quite the same. This is going to be a huge boon for me. So, nice catch, Brian. Nice catch. Thank you. Thank you very much. Well, I feel like know, they didn't advertise it at all. Like nobody's talked about this. No, no. So, this, you know, one of the one of the products that products. we're really excited about introducing in macOS <laughs> Venture is our new font book. You know, we're, it's uh, really going to change the way designers work. That's right, and it's made of fifty percent aluminum. So. <laughs> We can. It's a zero emissions font. We've revolutionized the font display industry once again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh gosh, Tim Cook, we love you. Um, All right. So there's that. Garmondo. If anyone at home, you want to text or email in what you think that is. A few people have suggested, by the way, that you know gourmand, like they're calling you a gourm, like gourmand, which is like a you know you're a fancy foodie kind of person, a gourmand. Oh, hey, that's not bad. But I mean. I mean, it's not. It still seems weird, but it's not. That's not a bad theory. Yeah, because because this kid. It's, I mean, I say it's kid. Probably the closest thing, right? Like the most logical. Yeah, and he's probably eighteen, nineteen. He didn't look like somebody who would have that word at the handy. But that doesn't mean anything. He could have been a total food nerd, and sure. And I said, you know, mushrooms, and he was oh. Gormando. Gormando. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, you're Gormando, are we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to make of it. But anyway, I'd love to hear your theories. Keep those coming in. Uh, speaking of theories and texting, we got a text here from a listener. This is from Ryan in Michigan who says, thinking of, or sorry, I think COVID is gasoline born. They're putting ah. it in the gas. Your cars burn the gas. Then the pee poo are breathing in the car exhaust and getting infected. How else would you explain the recent new cases? I, I see what you're doing there, Ryan. Um, yeah, to me, his theory, this fake theory is as good as that other guy's attempt at a real theory. theory yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. So uh, if you missed yesterday's show, we had somebody who claimed that COVID is foodborne now, and they seem pretty serious. Put it in the peanuts, it. and you're getting it when you walk in a five guys. Yeah, they're making the frogs gay, as they say. Turn to the frogs gay. That's right. Kim trails. Uh, so, yeah, we. Uh, I don't. None of this is true. Okay, so we're not a misinformation Sorry. source here. We don't want to be. Um, well, we're we're not in this case. <laughs> no, in this case, we're definitely not. And if we are, and people point it out, we're always happy to admit it. You know, sure. like I'll make some comment about Canada, and we'll hear from Jeff, and he'll fix it. That's yes, how that'll yes. go. And we're happy to admit it. I don't. Not in, neither well, Brian. I don't think. I mean, I shouldn't speak for you, but I don't think either one of us have any desire to ever. If we're wrong about something, we're happy to say it. Right. Oh, 100%. Yes. Yeah, I'm happy to admit when I say something stupid or wrong. And even if it takes me a minute, I'll get I'll come around. Uh unlike a lot of, you know, mainstream media. <laughs> listen to me. <laughs> a lot of the, the main the blame stream media won't tell you the when double, they're the double downers, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> those guys are the best. All right. Well, that's all uh, she wrote for text if you'd like to send one in yourself, 801-471-0462 is the address. And now some time with Brian Dunaway. You haven't talked to him since Monday, so, you know, yeah. let's get him in for the middle of the week. Why not? Let's play a little All game. Right. Um, this also means you guys are going to be calling in today. we got live calls all set up for Tab Pooley Feud. 
That number is 801, same number, 801-471-0462. If you want to call in live, please do it. Let's go. That music means that Brian Dunaway has entered the building. Brian, hello. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Hey, man. How are you? How are you feeling? I, no, how are you? Oh, no. you don't. No, <laughs> you. Good. No, you. Um, no, you. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. Uh, I had a whole lot doing, of fun. I'm doing something I don't always do today. I'm. I For some reason, I got a hankering for a hunk of cheese, and instead I started chewing gum. Oh. And so everything well, that's better I'm, for you. Now. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Now, now, now when I talk. I have but to you're so gum at the same time. you're so freaking skinny already. I don't know what you think you need to do, but you're just so you're like a thin, svelte man. Yeah, uh, about uh, town. Yeah, yeah. Svelten. You're turning me on. We've got I'm the a, opposite I'm direction a, here on this I'm side a, of the. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a Grimond. Yeah, Brian. Brian and I were like, man, I could really go for some gum. You know what? I'll eat some cheese instead. That's what we. Right. Do. Exactly. <laughs> What are, uh, what are those wagon I, wheels made of? Can I get can I uh, get timer yeah. and and uh, get instructions yeah, to make some? That'd be, that'd be great. <laughs> exactly. Let's find out who our uh, hey, listener. This is time. I used to love those things though. Those those stupid little ads. It's yeah. like, oh, hey, it's time for a timer. Like you're like you're supposed to know who timer is. Exactly. Like, hold on, mom. I'll come. I'll come do the dishes in a second. It's time for timer, and it's I got to figure timer. out how I can freeze a little yep. ice cube popsicle with Kool Aid. <laughs> yeah. Mm, and those then you put the Saran wrap on top of it because we all had the. Yeah, we had the place. You know that there's yeah. no, there's a whole generation of people who have no idea what this is. No idea what we're talking about. Yeah. It's like it's somebody, a, somebody at some bit. network said, uh, you know, oh, the ABC has those, uh, has Schoolhouse Rock. We need something like that. Right. I yeah. know. Yeah. How about the recipes for kids? Yeah. Recipes this for actually children. a great conversation because there, there was a whole bunch of, uh, you know, regulations that went into place that required this type of educational uh uh, programming. Oh, so yeah, really? we, we need to talk about that one day. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. yeah. Like per- said, let's do it. It was a percentage yeah. thing. Like um, that's why He Man had to come out and do a PSA every episode or every. Uh, Joe. Yeah. Hey kids. Yeah. And I have a certain percentage. Don't of eat Tide Pods. Yeah, basically, we could use them today. All right, let's find out who's been waiting so patiently online. Hey, Hi, who's this? Who's holding? Well, I'm glad I waited patiently for that fun aside. <laughs> well, listen, Ian, you're always welcome to be as patient welcome, and waiting as, as you can be. It's always nice to have you on. How, how are things? Uh, it's going well. Going well. I figured I'd, I'd call in on uh, on Frog Pants Giving Eve and uh, and try my luck at the uh, at the Tadpoli Feud. Well, congratulations. You've succeeded nice. at least at that level. Whether you win today or not will depend on how we do. Hey, Brian, do you want to explain the rules and how Ian could win some prizes? As if he doesn't know. All right. It's time to play the Tadpooly Feud. It, uh, I've surveyed the Tadpool on some nerdy topics. Scott and Brian have to predict those answers that they gave us, and it's their job to see how many of those answers they can guess. Now, Ian, your job is more important than the last seven times you've played this because you're going to be working with either Scott or Brian. And if your team wins, you get a prize package that includes Broken Age and Car Mechanic Simulator 2018. I have both. Both of those Good. games are great. Those are both great. Yeah. Work yeah. on cars that are four years old. Yeah. <laughs> It's good. It's, 2018 uh, is the best, though. It is. The newer one, the 2021. Did they lose their way? 
2019. I wouldn't say they lose their way. I just think the 2022 game, there is there is a newer one, or 2021, I guess. Anyway, yeah. that game is good, but it doesn't supersede <laughs> the 18. The 2018 one is really awesome. So, are, are there better are there better lug nuts in 2018's version than there are in 2021? Right, yeah. Um, no, but you that get was before, yeah, yeah, you get um, that was before the pandemic, right? Yeah, so. yeah, pre-pandemic car uh, <laughs> car work is you know a lot has That's changed right. in those three years. It's all digital now. It's, it's uh, you know all you have to do in the new one is just basically uh, unplug one circuit board and put in another one, and yeah. your car's fixed. Yeah. <laughs> And sixty five hundred dollars later, you, you got a new car. car keys? Yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah, you need to lose your car keys. Uh, well, excellent. This sounds great. Um, what's our What's our topic? I'm so excited. Your topic today. All right, get your hands on your buzzers and uh, get ready for this. We asked four hundred and seventy nine tadpoolers, twenty two of which said, eh, "I don't know." Uh, we asked them their answer to this. What's the worst movie adaptation of a TV show? Scott. Okay, even though I like it, I have to think Tadpoolers would put Beverly Hill Bill, Beverly Hillbillies on here oh, because of how much you dislike. Good one. Because because they love me. Show me the Beverly Hillbillies. Oh, well, you know I what? Know. That was a correct you, thing to not have it there because it's actually good. Let me tell good. you though. Let me tell you that was number sixteen, and a couple people even mentioned me saying, "For Brian, I'm putting the Beverly Hillbillies." So. Yeah, fair. I mean, look, I this was this is a name to find out what the tadpole would say, but the fact yeah. that it's not in the top ten is proof that that movie's better than anyone thinks it is. It's good. No, it's all right. That's, that's, <laughs> <laughs> Because wait till you hear some of the ones that are below it, and the ones the ones that are above it, you're like, oh yeah, okay, yeah, these are all bad. All right, uh, Brian, you get uh, you get a guess. Hey, I know the tadpole, and I love this movie. I love the series, Charlie's Angels, oh, and I bet Charlie's there's a lot of hate Angels. out there. Yeah, all right, I don't all like right. it. Show me Charlie's Angels. Number eight oh. on the board. So, Ian, you're going to be wow. working with Brian, which is good because he's, nice. you know, you're in his name. So, uh, <laughs> the two of you can be working and uh, playing. That's true. You, you are in his name. You're right in the middle I, of both I, I, these I, chuckleheads' I, names. I'm inside you, Brian. I'm yeah. inside you. Yeah. Which is, you know, <laughs> he's going to mask him All for that for years. Go outside and get the brr. Yeah. I can't go out and get the brr. Oh, my Lord. Uh, all right, you two. What do you, what do you all got? Right. Ladies? We're all week, dead joke. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, what about Starsky and Hutch? It's pretty good. I love that. That was, good. that was actually my first pick, but I didn't think they would do it. But yeah, I agree with you. Starsky and Hutch. Let's do it. Which Sh- I like. Sure, sure. Show me Starsky and Hutch. Oh. Are you? Uh, I was worried about that. Mm. Number 15. Actually, one right above, or tied, I should say, with Beverly Hillbillies with eight votes a, each. A, a for, a forgotten yeah. is what the problem is. I think sure. that people have forgotten. Yeah. They don't even hate it. It's, it's, they can't even remember it. I have a technical question for the judges. Does this include animation yes. or is it pure live action? Type it does stuff? include animation. Okay. In that case, if it includes animation. That case. Um, I'm going to say that horrible Smurfs movie. Oh, sure. Oh, are you kidding me? Yeah. Oh, it's garbage. <laughs> Neil Patrick Harris mm-hmm. slumming in that one, if yeah, I remember correctly. I think so. It's bad. All right. Show me the Smurfs. Oh, come on. Uh, let's see. Where's that? That oh, was low God. on the list. That is uh, number 46 on the list. All right. Mm. Okay. Hey, uh, last part got- of my name. You got one? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Avatar The Last Airbender. That's pretty good. Oh, uh, that's, a, that's a hot topic. Hot yeah. to- Uh-oh. Hot Not topic. to be confused with the... Uh, 
with the <laughs> James Cameron film. Uh, show me Avatar, The Last Airbender. Oh, number, number one. Number one yeah. with 98 folks saying that, uh, saying that one. Damn. Okay. Nicely done. Uh, what about the, that, uh, movie, that, that movie was a hot garbage fire. Oh, it's so, really yeah. bad. It's really bad. I mean, as, as much as I know he's had some zingers and some dingers, but that's M. Night Shyamalan's biggest shame, in my opinion. <laughs> some zingers and some yeah. dingers. That's a real bad one. <laughs> All right, you guys on a roll. What do you got? Um, okay, ass end of my I, name. Uh, how about Scooby-Doo? I was just going to say Scooby-Doo, yeah. Scooby-Doo's not bad. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, the movie's not bad, but also it's not a bad answer. I like it. It's a good series. It's, it... <laughs> All right, show me Scooby Doo. Oh, oh man, ah. are you kidding me? Mm. Number it was high. It was number fourteen, right? Basically, here wow. you go. Uh, four <laughs> movies have eight votes each: Scooby Doo, Tarski and Hutch, and the Beverly Hillbillies, and a fourth one. Tadpool, <laughs> I don't know you at all. You thought you did. You don't. Anymore. I don't know you at all. Yeah. Um, okay, back in my corner here with. Um, yes. Let's go live action. I feel like we're getting dangerous with the animation. Um, oh, geez, just left my brain. Oh, get smart. I was thinking about get smart. Oh, get that's a good smart. one. Yeah. yeah, with uh, Steve Carell and other people. Yeah, I didn't like sure. that. It was bad that movie. I thought. Show me. Get smart. Damn it to hell. <laughs> what? <laughs> Jeez. That one uh, number thirty two on the list. Wow, right. I feel like Ian, these top I, is so obvious, but uh, you know, who knows? Maybe not. Hmm. I, I've Ian, got, better I've part of my two, name. I've got I'm two off scared. the top of my head. All right, I've got two off the top of my head, All Brian, right. and and both of them are animation. Uh, okay. So, GI Joe. Oh, I was gonna say GI Joe is on my list. Kind of like those. Also a good, good series. Yeah, good series. I kind of like. Yeah. The, I kind of like those movies. I know they're not supposed to be good, but I think they're okay. They're not terrible. All right. go, go Joe. Yeah, show me GI Joe. <laughs> oh my god, man. man, that's uh, rough. Really low on the list with that. A lot of people like the GI Joe. Yeah, well, forty-one uh, on the list. Wow. Okay, see, I so would have thought they just. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, what are you gonna say? Yeah, I don't know. You know, I don't you, even uh, know you people. So here's the deal. <laughs> if you uh, also strike out, Ian wins the prize. Uh, if you get <laughs> the number any, 10 answer, anything. you win. Or any combination <laughs> of uh, you know two or three on here. Then, uh, so if then I clear, yeah, you gotta, and you if gotta, I clear the board, he wins. You got to get high or run the board. Yeah, right, and I still exactly. think, yeah. I feel like but I've got the, the payload is right next to the end point, and there's no way. <laughs> I'm going to be able to hold this off for three minutes. Um, all right, so let's oh go. Um, uh, I would have oh. thought this would have been easy. Holy crap. Yeah, I know. I right. thought this was going to be easy. That was me saying I thought this was going to be easy. <sighs> what if anybody put Dragnet on there? Drag. Let's say Dragnet. All right. I know that's okay. mixed mixed opinions, Dragnet, but... I, I, I like it. I do, too. The Virgin Connie Swale. Show me Dragnet. Damn it. Thank no, God. so unfortunately, <laughs> right? We sacked that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I know. The number sixty-one. By the way, one person said Dragnet. Wow. Uh, holy cow! All right. Well, first off, congratulations. Congratulations! Yeah. You're a winner. Congratulations! You I got two right. Wow. Yeah. You did it. Yeah. You know what though? Exactly. You did. Brian got one right. Then you got the other one. Yeah. That's a perfect win. It's I think true. you guys did fine. No. That's All right, true. fair enough. That's uh, let's COVID go down. Real. Yeah. Let's go down the list of these. Number two, the Dukes oh, of oh Hazard. 
We of did course. that on Film Sack as we well did. as. Uh, oh, oh, we've done a lot of these on Film Sack, my friends. Yeah. Show me oh, number crap. three. Frick! Yeah, either uh, the Flintstones you movies, you dropped, Evil Lock, the Rock You should that hint. Well, I, you know. Film Sack fodder. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, uh, show me number four. Star Trek. Trek. Now, clarification, not really oh, clarification, wow. but but um, the motion picture the got animated? seven votes, yeah. and uh, right. Star Trek Five: The Void with the the, the uh, Final Frontier had five votes. I decided I'm not going to be pedantic. I'm just going to kind of lump them all into one. Look, so. yeah, they're yeah. the, they're I, the I, two I, worst. I like the, the motion picture. No, you don't. Oh, oh, no, you don't. Like Nobody do does. Nobody, Nobody like does. Hey, I like hey, it. Hey, look, no. it, it is I like the it. best twenty-five-minute tracking shot for leaving a starport ever. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. per- that. Okay, I'll give you that. Like, you got some cool. Hey, ILM, come over here and help us with our freaking miniatures stuff going on for sure. But that movie sucks. It's <laughs> yeah. when, it came, when it came when it came out. When it came out, I hated it. Of course, as you I've did. gotten older like and I've seen everything minutes. else they had to put out. I'm like 12 eh, minutes yeah. of, uh, of, of Spock and Kirk flying around in their little their little uh, armchair uh, hover hover floaty things. Oh, it was Kirk. Yeah. I think that's oh, just Spock. Also, they're also wearing pajamas. They're wearing pajamas. Yeah, those, their suits are horrendous. Are suits are pajamas. Yeah. yeah. The only good thing to come out of that is I bought the Kirk action figure and burned him in a video I made, and now he's burned. This Kirk. is like complaining that 2001 had a big giant block in it. I mean, well, it's science fiction. Also, <laughs> no, I would complain that that 2001 also had a very long, unnecessary segment of of uh, let's look at a kaleidoscope. Yeah, walking around the outer, outer ring of that who? thing. It's art. Yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever. whatever. That movie's bad. Oh, oh, but, 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 before you say the next one, it it it's yeah. it Transformers on the list. Oh, Transformers sh- is number six. Shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Almost, what that was, was I was <clears throat> yeah. Oh, so much potential, but yeah, it's a yeah. bad that first movie. Uh, right between those two, number five is Dragon Ball Z or Dragon Ball Evolution. Any mm. of the Dragon Ball. Oh, um, people really? clarified that, you know, a lot of the live action Dragon Ball movies, but there were enough different Dragon Ball I didn't, I didn't see the tadpole being that way, but I guess they are. Okay. I never saw any Dragon Ball Z. I didn't know there were any films, like theatrical yeah. movies. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, action, there are the like eight Dragon Ball Z is, is, is yeah. starring two leads from Shameless. Are you kidding? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. No, seriously. Yeah, man. You, you guys, Please tell you me guys it's William H. Macy, H. Macy and the... Yeah, and the little. <laughs> I want William H Macy and the guy in Bear, the Bear. I want those two. <laughs> right, exactly. That's great. Going super it's, it's Saiyan. Justin, it's Justin Chatwin and Emmy Rossum. Like they're they're the two leads in it. <gasps> really? And, wow. Yeah, and, and and honestly, it's so sackable. You guys need to edit the list. All right, I'm oh, looking yeah, right now. Yeah. Dragon Ball Z movies. I didn't even know there were. Yeah. Oh, there uh, are, and you could actually. Uh, is it there one at the theater uh, now? Which what is it? Uh, well, that, well, that's well, animated. That, those, though, are, right? those are all. Those are all animated, though. This is the yeah, only one. Animated. Well, live yeah, yeah, yeah. One. Yeah, the live action. Yeah. I think is the uh, is the the focus of this one. Yeah. Uh, all right. Getting to number seven. Sorry, I'm pouring my coffee right now. Pouring coffee. Now yeah. you. It's all good. You do what you got to do. Pouring coffee. Number yeah. seven. Another another film sec one. The A Team. Oh, you know what? Dis- mm-hmm. Hard disagree. I like that movie. You, you, you're all, you're all, uh, you're complaining about a thing that isn't that bad. It's okay. It's all right. <laughs> okay, all right. Tadpole number nine. Uh, we've had a few iterations of this one and a very famous film sack episode about it. Masters of the Universe. That one. Oh we did at shit! Time. I did oh, yeah. almost say He Man. I was nervous too, though. Dang it. Yep. All right. 
And then uh, these these tied, and I just didn't have the heart to put one in place of the other. So I put them on the same one, and I was going to give it to you if you said either of these two. Uh, the Brady Bunch movie and Wild Wild West. Oh, wow. Uh, what a tie. Oh, see, I wouldn't even have thought of Wild Wild West. I wouldn't even have thought about it. Uh, can, can we I combine mean, those two as one pick, by the way? Can yeah, let's do it. Brady Bunch movie in the Wild Wild West. I think that would be great. I mean, he basically, oh, there you go. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, he basically the people, one did. Where, where they get stuck in a jail cell because... Uh, uh, Eureka! That guy uh, locks him in there during their Grand Canyon adventure. <laughs> yeah, I like it. And also, uh, I don't remember. Did the Brady Bunch movie was that a theatrical thing or just a home? Oh, it totally was. Both oh, of I didn't them. Know. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't know that at all. I thought it was TV yeah. only. Weird. Oh no! Oh no! No, no. We're not talking about Badly. the original Brady Bunch. We're talking about the the what with the two thousand. It's two thousand with. Um, yeah, yeah the, 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 one the, that was the one that was a giant Shelley parody Long. of the original, basically. Oh, Shelley Long right. was mom. Shelley Long, right. Gary Cole. Um, right. Yeah. It was more of a parody. Yeah. Than it was a, absolutely yeah. a parody. Yeah. Like, yeah. I remember. But they that, were yeah. all still stuck in the '70s in a '90s world, which was the which was the joke. That was yeah, the whole pitch. But I remember uh, the girl. The, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, going down the rest of the list here: Baywatch, Sex and the City. The X Files had some some bad movie. Uh, hmm. I don't know if they're adaptations or or uh, sequels. Really, they're kind of sequels, sequels more than anything yeah. else. Yeah. Bewitched, Aeon Flux, Fantasy Island. I forgot that Bloomhouse had a Fantasy Island movie. Uh, Inspector Gadget, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, <laughs> Lost in Space, Miami Vice, The Lone Ranger, Chips, Land of the Lost. Uh, four of you bastards said Serenity. Uh, oh, not cool. Also a sequel, and also good. Uh, Super Mario Brothers, not really a TV show adaptation, but okay. No. Uh, the Simpsons but There movie. was a TV show. Yeah. There was a TV show, that's sure. true. Not the same. Uh, yeah. Night at the Roxbury, as a matter of fact, that is the highest on the list uh, of all of the, the SNL It's not really a show, this is a skit. Yeah, well, it came from TV. It did come from TV? But yeah, I know it. Yeah. It came from TV. Uh, Gilligan's <laughs> Island. I don't remember a Gilligan's Island movie that wasn't one of the. Oh, I do. I the don't. TV oh, show original. movies was like uh, right. Hold on, is that yeah. is that a like a recent the TV movie? Thing? Yeah. There were the recent. TV movies like oh, the Harlem Globetrotters yeah, yeah. come to Fantasy yeah, Island. I don't, I, don't, I don't think that counts because I mean the they're, they're, Island, they're, all, they're all TV movies. Yeah, they were all TV movies. Yeah, let's see. Uh, yeah. Mikhail's Navy, Mission Impossible. Again, you guys are all wrong. The Adams Family. Again, you good. guys are all wrong. Yeah. Uh, Twenty One Jump Street, Coneheads, Dudley Do Right, McGruber. Mad Max Fury Road. Yes, some two people said that for some reason. <laughs> bastards. Oh. Just bastards. Just to poke the dragon. Yeah. Uh, Man from Uncle, Power Rangers the movie, SWAT, The Avengers, the UK one, uh, Sopranos slash, uh, what was it called? The Knights of New Jersey or the oh, whatever yeah. it was. Oh, yeah. Uh, went to Alvin and the Chipmunks, uh, Batman, eh, 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 I guess. Sort of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Big Top Pee Wee, though I kind of, uh, I mean, <laughs> if you, if you <laughs> that was first. If you say that he started with the Saturday morning show, which he did show, yeah, yeah, right, he didn't it all came Pee-wee. from a from yeah. a skit. From it was a, all like a stand, not stand up, but like part of his but yeah, uh, like a performance, thing. live performance thing. Yeah, uh, Bilko, Bob's Burgers, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Community, not yet, Dark Shadows, Dinotopia. Uh, Dragnet, El Camino. You were definitely wrong on that one. Aragon, Ugh. Fat Albert, Garfield, Ghostbusters. What? Good Burger, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Nope. Gem, uh, Knight Rider, Mars Attacks. Uh, came from cards, not a TV show. Yeah. 
Uh, Nash, somebody got the order wrong. Mod, never happened. Uh, Munsters, rubs our zombies. Mod? Someone said mod? I'm sorry. Somebody said mod. (laughs) I'm hung up on mod. That's crazy. All right. Uh, Pretty Little Liars, Seinfeld Zero Hour. I'd love to see that. Speed Racer. Uh, Star Wars, The Clone Wars. Nope, you got the order wrong on that one. Dark Tower, books. Uh, Honeymooners, Ladies Man, Thunderbirds, Troll Hunters, Under the Dome, Veronica Mars, Waterworld, and Wheel of Time. Wow. Troll Hunters. There was no, nobody said The Simpsons movie? I'm surprised. Oh, oh yeah, I, I said The movie. Simpsons movie. Oh, did you say that yeah. one? Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. That movie's, so yeah. there's some of those that you said, I just, I mean, I realize everyone's got weird opinions, but The Simpsons movie is fantastic. The, oh, I know. Uh, yeah. uh, there was another one you said that is really good, and I forgot what it was. Crap. But there's some really good yeah. ones in there. But Serenity, 21 Serenity 21 does not belong to this list. No, Serenity is one of my favorite movies of all time. Exactly. It's an amazing yeah. follow-up to a TV show that was also rad. It's, uh, it's the best movie of 2005. I'm saying it now. It was mm-hmm. so good. Mm-hmm. And that includes your freaking Revenge of the Sith bullshit. All right. <laughs> exactly. And your Batman begins. Um, all right. Well, well done, everybody, especially you, Ian. You've won these prizes. You know Brian's email, coverville at gmail.com. He'll hook you up with those codes, and you'll walk away a big fat winner. How do you feel? I feel terrific. <laughs> May everyone have a happy, healthy, hearty, and falling asleep in Aww. front of the TV Thanksgiving. I love that idea. I'm going to do Thank that. You, so yeah. you. We'll see you later next time. Hey, Dunaway. Uh, that rhymes with Faye Dunaway. Nice That's funny. Oh, yeah. Um, it rhymes with it? It's the same word. I, didn't we We asked this question before. Are you related at all to the uh, to that to those Dunaways? Do you know? I, I I can't say. You can't say? What about You're the Northampton Dunaways? Any relation to the uh, Martha's Vineyard Dunaways? Yeah. The, uh, I, I can't say. <laughs> you can't say. I've, All right. I've signed. I've signed paperwork. I okay. can't say. Well, excellent. I'm. Uh, I'm glad that you're around and here. And also, if you guys want to catch Brian, he plays a lot of these games that he and I talk about on Play Retro. He plays them at night, like at 6 p.m. Uh, Pacific time, or no, Eastern rather. Uh, and you should watch him do that. But you should also check out our last episode of Play Retro. We did it yesterday. It was all about Baldur's Gate one and two, and a whole bunch more. Uh, I really had fun last night, so I hope other people will as it well. It was so much fun. Yeah, check out them wherever you get your podcasts. That's uh, frogpants.com slash playretro if you're looking for the website. Don't know anything else you want to say? Yeah, we're playing um, a Mario Kart uh, next week. No, you. No, wait. Are we? Is that what we're playing? <laughs> yes, we are. Bye. All right. I think that's what we're playing next week. Yeah, that is what we're Mario playing. Kart? Mario yes. Kart, and then we're going to talk about some of the better spinoffs or better ripoffs like... Uh, mm. Diddy Kong wasn't really a ripoff, but it was a Diddy different Kong developer. Racing or whatever it was, yeah. Um, but my favorite was this weird Konami one that I cannot remember the name of, right? Konami Crazy Racers or something? Oh, Wacky Racers, the one that was on uh, was it Dreamcast, if I remember correctly? No, it's a it's no? a GBA game, I think. Okay, there was one that had like Penelope Pitstop and um, Dirk, Dastard, Dirk Dastardly and uh, Yogi Bear and, and oh, all Oh, like the Racers cartoon show. Yeah, it was like the Wacky Racers. That's why I was thinking Wacky Racers. And it was on Dreamcast, and that thing was fantastic. It was all cell-shaded. Oh, I'd God, play it that. was great. I'd play the hell out of that. That sounds great. We may have to bring that one up. We we, we dabble yeah. in the Dreamcast era a little bit, so why not? Okay. Did you um, talk about semen? Uh, we, we have definitely <laughs> talked about semen before, for sure. <laughs> Semen has come up many Please times. Please feed me. I was on Star Trek. That's right. <laughs> Play Star Trek. All right. It's time for a little bit of news. We got time for it. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the news, and it's brought to you by 
What started as in-office movie debates soon became Made You Watch dot 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 a podcast. Join hosts Adam Mock, a 40-something film and television writer, and Melanie Weir, a 27-year-old entertainment reporter, as they trade their favorite movie recommendations every week in hopes of bridging the cinematic generation gap. You can find them at Made You Watch on Anchor or anywhere you stream podcasts. Made You Watch, a podcast. New episodes every Wednesday. I thought Anchor went away. Oh, no, they got bought by... Acast, that's what happened to them. Oh, really? Or, or, or Spotify or somebody. Somebody bought them. Interesting. Don't remember okay. who. Um, very cool. Let's talk about this. Uh, this is interesting. There's a new study. We could have done this with Bobby, but no, it's just going to be us. Okay. All right. Attractive female students no longer earned higher grades when classes moved online during COVID-19. <laughs> interesting. This only happened when Bill Murray was the teacher and it was ESP uh, uh, training. <laughs> I always forget. I always forget about that early scene in Ghostbusters where he's doing the yeah. shapes. I always forget until you bring it up. <laughs> uh, so this is maybe, I mean, it's easy to laugh at this, but it's an actual, they did some actual studying of the data that they have. Uh, new psychology sure. findings suggest that attractive students earn higher grades in school, but for female students, this beauty premium disappears when classes are taught remotely. The findings were published in the journal Economic Letters. Um, large body research suggests that the physical appearance has an impact on a person's success. I mean, I feel like we kind of all knew this. It's just a matter of yeah, yeah, getting the data. But it's also yeah, a little no creepy. Kidding. Like, oh wow, it's teachers a little creepier pet? though. Uh, it's a little creepier because teachers and sixteen-year-old girls, and you know what I mean. Sure, it's just like sure, it's a little bit weird. But. You know, nobody said that when uh, when that woman was batting her eyes at uh, Harrison Ford, and she had "Love You" written on them. That's right. Which somebody else would have had to write on them. Yeah, I know, and I always thought that would suck. You know, <laughs> yes, like like writing on your eyeball with even with a sharpie with like a soft sharpie. Oh, yeah. I mean, was it on the lids or the ball? I don't on remember. The lids. It was. I'm sorry, on the lids. But it's you're. You know, those are thin. You're still pressing into your eyeball oh, when you write gosh, those. Dang it! I, yeah, even this, even like the softest sharpiest thing. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. You better pay me a whole lot of money for that to yeah. get drawn on my eyelid ball. Exactly. But she got, I heard she got a good grade from uh, Dr. Jones. Oh, so that's good. well then you know, there was time for romance. Dr. Jones, it turned out. Um, <laughs> let's see here. So this is interesting. They, uh, uh, one account suggests that the beauty advantage can only be explained by discrimination. For example, employers may inherently favor attractive over unattractive workers. Another perspective suggests that beauty is a product, uh, productivity enhancing attribute. This view suggests that attractiveness lends itself to higher productivity, for example, through increased self-confidence. Hmm. Um, in this case, teachers couldn't see the, the students anymore, and it appears they quit being favorable to the lovely young ladies. Yeah, makes sense. It does kind of make sense. And I, I think mean, it's, it's a little it's, unfortunate, but it's also kind yeah. of weirdly innately human, so I don't know. Yeah. It kind of is funny, though, that they still wouldn't have that advantage over Zoom where they can, you know, do the ring lights and do their makeup really well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, basically, yeah. you know, really, uh, really uh, add to it. It says here, in-person dis- uh, instruction and remote instruction, that those are the two that, com- that were compared. Uh, the design allowed the study author to, to better isolate the effect of appearance since student-teacher interaction is much lower during remote instruction. So even though they may have a you know a big grid of 200 people in their class on a Zoom call, that's just not the same as you know some pretty college girl sitting there with her her lovely perfume and her fantastic hair, or whatever whatever the thing is that the that the teacher's reacting to. It's just not the same. Yeah. Uh, let's now move on to. 
beautiful young ladies to aging ladies. All right? <laughs> I don't know how else to put that. Sure. But uh, suburban mom handcuffed and jailed for making her eight-year-old son walk a half a mile home from school. Now, I have questions about this because yeah. are my parents run away from the law because my entire junior high time, sixth grade through ninth grade, yeah, I walked at least that every day. But, but junior high would have been, you would have been older than eight. I mean, I would have been eight going in, right? Sixth grade? What would I have been? Uh, no, I think you would have been. You don't. You don't start uh, first grade when you're two. Hold on a minute. How old are you? Yeah, you're right. I, I think. mean, but I did. I did walk home from from grade school in Edgewater when I went there, and so yeah, I was eight when I did that. Yeah, I was easily. Easy, yeah, and I think even my elementary time was. I I easily walked that much all the time. Maybe not every single day, but they weren't. I think this is us getting soft is what this is. Yeah, I think it is. Exactly. I mean, and again, I could see, well, we'll, we'll read the story here, but I could actually see, um, you know, if you're, if you're trying to let your kids burn off energy, uh, and you're driving alongside them or, or at least, you know, in a, in a neighborhood you trust, I don't know. I, I feel like this is. I'm on I'm on suburban mom's side. I kind of am too in this case. Heather Wallace's yeah. oldest son, eight year old Aiden, was driving uh, his two brothers crazy in the car as they all returned from karate. This was happening in October of last year. This is all just okay. coming to light for the case. So he knows karate. He's a karate kid, as you might say. <laughs> right. Uh, Wallace has <laughs> painting fence and uh, sanding floor. Yep, there it is. Uh, Wallace asked Aiden to walk the rest of the way home. This is half a mile in quiet suburban Waco, Texas. And nothing ever happens in Waco. Never heard of any oh, stories happening no, there. Not, yeah, exactly. Yeah. A quiet little sleepy town of, yeah, Waco. of Waco. Waco's not famous for anything that I'm aware of. Anyway, for this, she was arrested, handcuffed, and thrown in jail. She was charged with endangering a child, a felony carrying a mandatory minimum of two years in prison. I'm a little surprised this is happening in Texas. They they love their, they love my freedoms down there. Sure, sure. Um, anyway, I really brought it really brought us into deep trauma, says Wallace. Uh, she is finally able to speak about um, this after competing her six month pretrial diversion program to get the charges dropped, but her arrest remains on the books. Easily searchable by employees, which is a disastrous uh, thing. If someone is um, or with someone with a bachelor's degree in education, which he has, um, here's how it unfolded. He agreed to walk home. After all, it was something he'd done many times. There were sidewalks and entire the entire way, and practically zero traffic. Fifty minutes later, two cops knocked on her door with her uh, her son in the patrol car. Another officer parked across the street, slapped the cuffs on her, took her to jail. Uh, wow, gave her, her charges. I think that's we can't even nuts. said. Yeah, I'll walk home, mom. So yeah. I'm mean, curious as to how this came up. Like, did the uh, were the police just patrolling the neighborhood and said, "Oh, there's a late little eight year old kid walking." Let's. Uh, yeah, they didn't. They didn't get the details, but I'm guessing yes. And they probably said, "Hey, where? I'm just walking home. We'll get in our car and we'll take you." And they just yeah. were feeling litigious or something. I don't. I don't I freaking guess. know. All I know is I spent most of my childhood walking on my own all the time. Yeah, and not a lot. And not a lot has changed. In fact, overall, it's safer now in the places I was walking. So, I don't get it. Let the kid walk; either. it's fine. I don't, someone needs to ride in if you got a reason to say. I mean, I realize there's a lot of helicopter parenting going on now, and it's different. Um, just the approach is different, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I don't see how this is like put that lady through this. That seems crazy to me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, one more story. 
Sure. Uh, parents of well, we're we're sticking in the the family. We're, we're, this is a parents uh, parenting day on TMS. Yeah, it's parenting day. I hope you brought a lunch or something. Uh, parents welcome twins into the world from embryos that were frozen thirty years ago. Whoa. Wow. Okay. All right. These could have been thirty-year-old kids. Well, they right? could have been. Yeah. Exactly. If they were used. If they were used then, <laughs> like right when away, were, when they were fresh. Yeah. When they were right, fresh, fresh embryos, right out of the pipe or whatever. Um, on April ninety-two, this is back in nineteen ninety-two. Vanessa Williams, not that Vanessa Williams. Oh no, it is. Sorry, Vanessa Williams saved the best for last. <laughs> topped the Billboard one hundred. Yes, that Vanessa Williams. Yep. <laughs> Arkansas Governor Bill Clinton was running for the White House. Uh, Who's the Boss aired its final episode. Really? Mona. 92? It's weird. Mona. 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 Uh, and the babies born to Rachel and Philip Ridgway a couple uh, of weeks ago were frozen as embryos that same time. Uh, they were born on October 31st. Lydia and Timothy Ridgway were both born from what may be the longest frozen embryos to ever result in uh-huh. live births. Wow. The national... Okay. Uh, embryo donation center. The previously known record holder was Molly Gibson, born in 2020 from an embryo that had been frozen for nearly 27 years. Uh, Molly took the record from her sister Emma, who was born from an embryo that had been frozen for 24 years. Anyway, this is a little bit mind-boggling, they say, because they don't usually last this long. Um, uh-huh. Let's see. And they, they're always cold when they're adults. It's like, ah, could you could you turn the heat up in here? Yeah, they're just always like, could oh I, my gosh, why is your car so cold? Can I borrow your sweater? Yeah, what t- what's the temperature outside? Dude, it's like 85 years degrees. Oh, I need a sweater. Give me a coat. <laughs> That's right. Um, let's see. The embryos are created. <laughs> the embryos are created by an anonymous married couple uh, using in vitro fertilization. The husband was in his 50s, early 50s at that point, and they used a 34-year-old egg donor. And uh, the, I don't a 50-year-old guy would be I mean 60, 70, he's be in his 80s. Right? Yeah. Wait, 50, 60, 70, Yeah, it'd be close yeah. to the early yeah, well, 80s. Be 77. Yeah, if, uh, I mean, depending on where he was in his 50s. Well, hopefully he wasn't ugly. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Old frozen nasty Can we see ass. what you looked like uh, a quarter century ago, please, sir, uh, before we before we use this? His babies are fully formed, looking good. Everything's good. They're month good. old now. Congratulations oh, uh, to those babies. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, Tom Merritt will be joining us, talking a little bit of text and recommendals after that. Before we do any of it, though, we need a music break, and Brian brought it. We're going to Connecticut. Uh, up there in the Northeast, uh, with a band called American Thrills. They have their debut album called Parted Ways, which just came out. Uh, this was rec- recorded with Nick Belmore from Hate Breed and Make Do and Mend. Uh, powered by Rock says American Thrills have quickly become a punk rock force of nature. Whoa. I agree. These guys are awesome. Uh, here you go. From the brand new album from American Thrills called Parted Ways, here is the song Sinking.
Thanks for uh, hanging in there, everybody, and listening to that awesome song. Brian, you should probably remind them what it is so they can go get it. I will. Yeah, it's uh, American Thrills from their brand new LP called Parted Ways. Uh, That stands for Lung Playing, folks, the LP. Uh, Parted Ways is the album. American (laughs) Thrills is the band. The song you heard was Sinking. I forgot what that stood for, so I'm glad you brought that up. Lung Playing. It's been a long time since I have referred to an LP yeah. And what it meant, you know, what it actually yeah. meant. Remember standard speed and long, I think LP uh, or whatever. 33 and a third and then 45 was your singles and 78 if you had those really weird old records. Oh, those were the days. Those were the yeah. good times. I with one the of those computer, old, uh, as with any tool, the concept and direction must come from the man. Sorry, cut you off. You had an old what? No, what I still have a couple old 78s. Oh, well, speaking of a guy who's probably got 78s out the wazoo, it's Tom Merritt joining us as always. <laughs> personal question, Scott. Does he have any within reach is the question. Can you uh, reach right slightly off they're screen? In, they're in that closet mm. if you if you want. I'll, I'll go get them in a second. <laughs> no, uh, you, I you also have a, have a 16. Oh my gosh. Oh, do you yeah. have a favorite? Do you have a favorite of any of these that you just like? Uh, uh, my favorite 16 is the one I have. And uh, <laughs> uh, of the 78, um, oh gosh, I'm trying to remember the name of it. It's, it's an old uh, bluesy country tune wow um, that's yeah, perfect yeah. for you that's awesome. the, uh, I like on the name now yeah, yeah. the only 78 i own is the uh the song from um angel heart the mickey rourke lisa bonet thing oh wow. uh, which is the one that uh johnny johnny favorite johnny valentine sings and it's the girl of my dreams song oh, that's a good oh, one okay. though that's now good yeah all right now he's gonna get it <laughs> this is great this is great 
I was hoping he would. And uh, Tom was never seen again. That's right. That's right. He's, uh, you know, it was a long run, and I'm proud of him for how well he did for as long as he did. But this Absolutely. Is you can see the urge, the, like the uh, the dedication to his craft that he, yeah. that he has yeah. to it's show ba- us his 16, or is he showing us his 16 or his 78? I think I it's his 16, I hope. Okay, cool, because I don't, I have never seen a 16. I knew that uh, old, oh look gosh. at all those Jeez. records. Oh, those are all 78s? Damn. Jeez. Do you have that much, wow. Brian? You got a bunch of albums, don't you? Like I have a bunch vinyl? of albums, but I only have one seventy-eight. All the rest of them are forty-fives uh, and and thirty. The worst part, the worst part was that uh, my my uh, headphones have gotten all tangled up. Oh no! Oh yeah. Well, well look. So I had to take them off. Here's the sixteen. Oh. Oh wow! Look, look at, at that. that. So how long? So. When you're playing a record that size, I think how thick it is. That thing is like a quarter inch thick. Yeah, yeah that's a lot. And it's on the Edison label. Oh. <laughs> Don't get that near an open flame. It might melt. Yeah, yeah this uh, is the Trauma Ray String Quartet. Oh. How long uh, is one side, does one side play? Like, because a regular side of a 33 and a third is about, what, 25 minutes? Yeah, yeah. This so is do you smaller, just double that, basically? Smaller than that. Um, okay. and it, and yeah, oh, shorter so, grooves. Yeah. yeah. Shorter grooves. And it, it, 16 is real slow. Right. Um, uh, yeah, you know what? I don't know. I don't know how long this would play for. Well, you, you don't know. have anything probably that can play that, right? Yeah. Do you have a player? That's what I was going to ask. I don't, yeah. I don't. My mom has told me she's going to give me her record player. It's like an old stand up record player from the forties oh, wow. that she Sweet. grew up with. And it, ha- it has something? the ability to play 16. No, nice. it's electric. It was, okay. a fa- it was a fancy model. A fancy one. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. And then here's an actual album of 78s called that oh. Oh. because it's multiple 78s oh, look at that. Yeah, in no, an no. album form. Wow. Right. That. Yeah. Yeah. that paper is crispy i love it yeah it is. <laughs> yes it is exactly. that's this really is great tommy dorsey getting sentimental these are the most tom Merritt things i've ever heard you say this is amazing here's, oh, my, kidding. here's an album of christmas carols oh my lord <laughs> get those out <laughs> you think that thing is yeah one song per album yep yep now the time. 78 so it's like yeah that's what they're gonna be we're uh, we're, uh, we're in the middle then, of the season uh, here's the a season. uh here's a, a billy holiday set mm, billy oh, holiday that. very cool night and day nice and it's backed by Gloomy Sunday. Uh, if you oh, ever need- that's the one to have. That that's like uh, that is the that is the song. Did you ever did you see the People versus Billy Holiday last year? Yeah, yeah, all it's about so that good. song. Yeah. yeah, wow. Well, that thick uh, sixteen. That this you got, one, you this can- one will get me canceled. Well, uh, it's uh, called. <laughs> it's the soundtrack, the song of the South. <laughs> it's Indian Love Call by oh. Jeanette oh. McDonald. Okay. Oh, not the Slim Whitman one. No, this is this We're is the OST. This is the original you. soundtrack. Oh my yeah. gosh! Look at that old thing. That's, that's the one that uh, kills the aliens and Mars attacks. And can... uh, this one's not not much better. Bing Crosby's "You're a Sweet Little Headache." <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'm sure that's not sexist at all. That that no, phrase. Not even no, no, that'd be bit. fine. Ba-ba-ba-boo, we'll say. I'm trying to find the the one that I I'm, I was I said was my favorite. I got a Sinatra in here. Guy Mitchell uh, came here to talk for Joe by Kay Kaiser. Oh my lord! <laughs> came here to talk for Joe. All right, I, I came like here to one. talk for Joe. Yeah. Blood on the Saddle by Tex Ritter. Wow! Ooh. Wow! Ah, go get that looked at. <laughs> Right yeah. next to Roundup Polka by wow. Tex Williams. Wow. <laughs> I love a guy named Tex, truly. 
Love for a guy. Sure. All right. Well, that's all the time we have. Thanks Rams for joining us. <laughs> I got him. <laughs> the Rams catalog. I love it. I love it. I love that you have these, and I don't even know why you have them. You just are. That's the kind of collector you, know, you are. I have these because I. Uh, these are all. These are all mini thirty-three and a thirds. These aren't. Uh, they're just smaller. They're for the for the, all the Gen Zs at home, you probably feel like we're talking about wax cylinders or something. This stuff must seem pretty ancient. much. That's pretty much sixteen. Are, right? That the sixteen yeah. that he has is. Uh, <laughs> It's only like a, a few years away from being a it wax was cylinder. big new innovation on wax cylinders. Yeah, yeah. it's done. Yeah. It was a, it was a slightly um, less the reason I have cylinder. these is I worked at Half Price Books, uh, which sold records in Austin in the nineties, uh, and I did the records section. So uh, oh, I would cool. I would see everything that came through, and I was like, "Well, this is cool. I'm going to grab that." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very nice. Well, I love that we've cracked this egg today. This is For sure. amazing. Yeah. Um, well, let's jump ahead 400 years and talk about the tech of today. Uh, uh, what, what's going on out there? So well, something. Lot, lot, lots of interesting stuff. Now, as you imagine, the news cycle right now in technology is dominated by Black Friday deals. Uh, and if anybody doesn't know Daily Tech News Show very well, we never talk about that kind of stuff. Because a lot of times by the time people hear it, the deal is over anyway. Sure. Uh, and also, the deals are really just advertisements. Uh, they're they're just yeah. uh, people trying to get you to spend money with them, which uh, they're not paying us <laughs> to do. So uh, I don't I don't feel a, an obligation uh, to help them. Sure. And there, there's plenty of places to go if you're like I, I just want to hunt the right deals and and do it in real time. That's not really what we're best at. Um, so we're we're looking at a, a couple of interesting stories. One of them, Meta uh, announced a, a, a strategic algorithm and natural language model combo called Cicero uh, or, or for those uh, really, really uh, pedantic Kikero. Kikero. Um, Cicero uh, is the first AI to achieve human level performance at a strategic board game. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Strategic it board game been, meaning, do we know which one? Which the game? game Diplomacy. Oh, that's a, that is a complicated game. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, so it wow. plays it at webdiplomacy.net. Uh, so it's playing the online version. Uh, but if you don't know diplomacy, I, I really don't know that much about it myself. Uh, peripherally, it's it's kind of uh, a, a more complicated risk yeah. is, is, a, is a real sim- oversimplified way. You have to do a lot more talking to other players and negotiating alliances and stuff like that. Um, and, and so they combined a language model to handle the the talking to people uh, with a strategic, uh, a, a couple of different strategic models to figure out, you know, the actual strategy and, and what moves to make, uh, and and got on the leaderboard. Uh, <laughs> they they made it into the top ten, uh, and it's it's been pretty darn successful. Wow, that's that's actually kind of cool. I remember the earliest discussion about machine learning and um, AI was often centered around teaching these these things how to play certain games um go is a famous one obviously chess but like mm-hmm. starcraft yep. 2 and deep mind and all deep that blue with gary kasparov alpha go with, Ch- with yeah, go. yeah yeah and then when they when i was at the blizzcon i think you were there too uh when they got up mm-hmm. and announced the big starcraft thing and i remember being very excited about that i don't think we've heard much about the results of it maybe maybe they're still working on it i don't know but um that always was really fascinating to me. And it felt like we just leapfrogged a lot of that and said, now they're making images and whole movies and deep fakes and, blah, 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 and machine learning's doing everything all day to a million other things. And I always go, wait, what happened to the game part? Like, were they good at these things? Were they bad? So I'm actually glad to hear this is a 
thing. And I, I, I yeah, I guess I'm a little it, surprised. It's never that- gone away. There's always there's always been people working on that problem uh, in the background. It just you know you the the news cycle got dominated by by the the text to image generators uh, for a while because because you you don't. You're not following the the AI news beat every day, uh, right. and so you're only going to hear the things that are like, "Oh, this is an impressive step forward," or maybe a buzzy thing, something like that. I also didn't know that Meta was. In, I knew Meta, obviously the the VR stuff, AR, and all that mixed reality stuff, but I didn't know that they were working on. You know, is it, I guess what I'm asking is it is that part of Meta the only part of Meta that's working on machine learning? Is that like their big? Oh no, thing? Fa- Fa- Facebook Reality Labs is huge. Hmm. Uh, Facebook Reality Labs has been going for more than a decade, um, but uh, because everyone wants to hate Facebook, uh, you you tend to skip over those stories uh, because there's a story about how Facebook is awful. Uh, so, so you just you just don't you don't get the pickup of those stories like you do from OpenAI or even Google for for that matter, uh, because there was so much of an axe to grind against Facebook. But Reality Labs has been over there uh, kicking away, I think, from before they bought Oculus. Certainly since they brought Oculus, and a lot of the metaverse plans rest on Facebook's AI. Uh, department, but the AI department is is very solid. Uh, it's it's pure research. It's it's pretty much independent of of any of the rest of the company, and it, it seems to have have been mostly spared in in the cost cutting because they just want to keep feeding it. Kind of kind of like um, Alphabet has done uh, with DeepMind, right. uh, where they're just like just just make stuff and we'll we'll figure out how to monetize it later. Yeah, there's a, the secret, not secret, but these little like. Um incubator it's an incubator kind of idea where it's not like there's some retail business pumping away over there they're they're in r&d they're making cool shit for the future and who knows how it'll all fit but the game part of it i always thought the end result might be one of them anyway obviously there's a lot of applications for this but if a if a a computer ai can get really good at web diplomacy or get really good at starcraft 2 or whatever it may be then what you do as as far as the game business goes is they go all right now can we retro Retro, retroactively turn that around and say the AI in our games are this much better because we've incorporated the smart AI is now yeah, now yeah. is now the game you're playing against. See, that's really fascinating to me, but I never hear about that. So I don't know if they're actually working on that, if that's a thing or not. No one ever yeah, counts I mean, it. The, these things like DeepMind, uh, like like Meta, uh, what they don't call it Reality Labs these days. They call it Meta AI. Um, they they're doing pure research, yeah. uh, and then just putting it out there, and it, and it's up to the product managers to take and incorporate whatever they can. One of the things that this would be useful for, they think, we'll see if they actually incorporate it, would be uh, NPCs. Mm. So so NPCs could get smarter and and a little more dynamic, and not just always be reading from a script. They could actually that. understand you. And and dynamically respond to you and just you, <laughs> yeah. uh, in a way that that NPCs don't do right now. Yeah. Brian, uh, I'm Menkirk. Please put down those hot pockets and help me find my wife in the barrens. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I man crick will we'll never find that wife. I'm never afraid. for a man crick. Never Always. gonna happen. Yeah. But uh but I do um, I really love that concept. I just I've yeah. yet to see a that stuff hit the you know rubber to the road and, yet. and not to mention other things like uh there's a lot of algorithms out there for teaching you something um but they're the the front end that you interact with is is usually just a typical front end like you'd have in any kind of software yeah. uh combining this language model with it 
now allows it to explain what it's doing yeah. to you. Yeah. Like, so the next thing we're going to do and, and adapt on the fly. So there's, there's even some non-game applications that we could. Obviously, there's also bad things that people could put this to use. They could impersonate people, try to trick you, and all, all the same th- warnings that always go with this sort of advance go with this as well. Sure, sure. Um, well, we'll keep our eye on it and, of course, talk about it on the Daily Tech News Show. I'm on today. It is a Wednesday. I'm really glad to be back after my stupid COVID week. Yeah, I'm glad you're feeling better, man. Yeah, feeling much, much, much better than I was last week. But um, I think Megan Maroney's on today. Maroney's on today. Megan Maroney's on. <gasps> yep. Uh, I love her she... to death. She's amazing. I can't wait. It'll be so much fun. Yeah. If anybody doesn't know, uh, I, I I hired Megan at maybe ZDTV. It might have been Tech TV by then. Uh, way back in 2000. Uh, she was fantastic there. Hmm. Uh, she has gone on to do amazing things since in, in multiple places. Most recently, a protocol. Uh, so at, at protocol, she was, uh, heading up a, a team doing some, some excellent reporting. Um, uh, but of course you probably heard protocol, uh, has shut down. Yeah. Uh, they laid off, uh, 60 of their staff. And, and so, uh, Megan, unfortunately was one of those and her idea, not mine. Cause I was like, Megan, come on the show, tell, pick a topic. You let, let's go pick anything you want. Sure. One of the things she's like, well, I got an insight. Look at tech layoffs. You know, let, let me dig in and, and give you some insight into why these tech layoffs are happening, what they mean, you know, and all of that. So that's what she's going to talk about. I'm very excited about it. She's always a pleasure to, to do anything with. So um, that'll, Absolutely. Be, that'll be today at the Daily Tech News Show, 2 o'clock Mountain Time. And, uh, of course, wherever you get your podcast and all that, make sure you support it. Uh, Tom, anything else going on in your world? Oh, sure. Uh, always always something, isn't there? Uh you know, I, I'm actually going to pitch an experiment, which will make me do it later today, mm-hmm. uh, called t- uh, DTNS Office Hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I did this last week where I just turned on uh, our Twitch stream at twitch.tv slash goodayinternet uh, and just worked on the show with the camera on. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I like so, that. Uh, I, I would put up a, a screenshot of what I was working on, whether it was the rundown or writing up a story. Uh, I would occasionally chat with the audience, but there were long stretches where I was just, you know, working on my thing and folks were chatting amongst themselves uh, and, and folks seem to enjoy it. So I'll I'll do that again today. Uh, keep an eye on twitch.tv slash good day Internet. Not sure exactly when, uh, but but I will uh, sometime before DTNS later today. Very, very cool. I love that idea. Um, yeah. I tried that a bit as well for um, something some years ago, and you're making me want to try it again. It was a really fun experiment. Yeah, um, yeah, it's it's kind of casual and and, yeah. and fun to to chat and take some questions, get some ideas. Yeah, and, yeah, very cool. Look at you. Uh, it's Tom Merritt, everybody. It's Ace Detect on Twitter, and uh, as long as Twitter's around, he'll be there. Don't worry. I'm Ace Detect anywhere, everywhere, and anywhere. Hive, Truth Social, Parlor, yeah, wherever, you <laughs> whatever you want. That's exactly. Mastodon. I'm Scott sure. Johnson everywhere that I could get my name, and so far it's been not bad. I got it on Mastodon. I got it on Hive. I was surprised. I'm not saying there. I'm active on all those places, mind you, uh, but I'm there. Yeah. So, so in case something find. breaks, you know, off we go. There's we got no, another thing. Wherever the there's people nobody go. fighting for Coverville on those. Uh, <laughs> On those socials, so it's a pretty easy one for oh, me. Oh, that's too. true. Yeah, you could pretty casually yeah. do that. I didn't think about that. I always worry about mine because there's just too many of me. I hate There's a lot name. of Scott Johnsons. Yeah, stupid sure. name. Uh, Tom Merritt, everybody. We'll see you a little bit later on the Daily Tech News Show. Bye now. Thanks, y'all. See ya. Oh, I almost hung up on everybody. Okay, remove. Woo, that was close. That was very close. I popped out a window. What? Come on. Oh, okay. Ew. Discord's losing it's, it's mind. All right, uh, there you go. There's that. Now, hey, you guys like movies and TV shows? I know I do. 
Uh, so in case you've never heard of those before, we're about to educate you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with a little thing we call recommendals, going to add the fine folks to the program here, and off we go to the races. That starts with this button here. Yes, it's time for recommendals again with our old pals, Randy and Nicole. Let's start with Nicole. Hi, Nicole. How are you? Hi, I'm trying something new. Do I sound okay? You sound, you sound amazing. Great. Jeez. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know what you're trying, but it's working. Yeah. It's my great. phone. I'm on my phone. Oh, oh yeah. okay. Well, you sound amazing oh. on your phone, shockingly. Perfect. Yeah. Um, I thought maybe all your phone was in or something, your your um, your phone's noise suppression stuff you were talking about. Uh, no, I just decided I, it's try to try and do it from a computer with a microphone and a mixer. I'm like, you know, I'm just going to go simple. Yeah, this is what Wendy does on her thing on Thursday, so you're, you're all good. You sound Sometimes great. Sometimes simple is best. Yeah. Yep. Uh, there a, we go. On a microphone. I never have to yell at Mark again. No. Who would need to? Nobody. Well, you might. <laughs> uh, also, Randy joining us from some microphone somewhere. Hello, Randy. Hello. Good morning, morning stream. I'm doing great. You know, Scott, yeah. I love you. Oh, I really, really do. Thanks, man. But your constant cries for some sort of produce from advanced AI that benefits you. Yeah. <laughs> just it makes me laugh. Benefits me none directly. Of that, none yeah. of those advancements, none of that R and D is ever going to result in something that benefits you. There's four things that mm. are coming from AI. Mm. They're gonna learn how to better sell you things that you don't need. Yeah. They're gonna learn how to increase the price of the things you do need. Yeah. They're going to learn how to launder money for international criminals. <laughs> and they're gonna learn how to generate ads that annoy you during election season. That's unfortunately it. I'm a, unfortunately I'm, I'm afraid you're probably uh, more correct than not but i do wish why not give me some npc like tom was talking about give me some npcs that actually talk to me as if i'm an individual and we have a very unique uh conversation me and this first first they have to figure out how much money they can get out of you for that service that's That's a good point that's a good point also that's way more than four things or way more than two things (laughs) yeah it was a lot more than two things i said four things oh did you (laughs) i thought you said two things there are only two things i thought he said five oh wow I don't know I what am, you said. I am known for my clear diction. I need to work on this. Well, <laughs> clear diction aside, it's time for recommendals. Uh, we're going to have I a good hydrogen. time. Yeah, there you go. Uh, we're going to have a good time today with some recommendals that everybody has uh, partaken in. Yeah. We have this grand tradition of Brian starting, and we're not going to change it. So, Brian, let's start with oh, yours. We're gonna well, go, this one is yeah. going to be so obvious that I am not even going to, I don't feel like I need to do any setup for this. Um, but you're, you're, you know, here, if I'm going to do setup, I'll do just this little, little tiny bit. You're in a, uh, in the offices of a record producer. Okay, nice. Here we go. Do you know why they call it the music business? Uh, why? Because it's a business. It's a business. Use your head, kid. Nobody wants to hear a parody song when they can hear the real thing for the same price. What's the point? Yeah, it makes no financial sense whatsoever. Uh, my, my, my song was actually a, a big hit on the Captain Buffoon show. Well, why don't you tell us this changes everything? Ben, get this young gentleman a record contract this very instant. We are going to sign him to a 14-album deal. Wait, really? What do you think I am, an idiot? He's not an idiot. I'm not an idiot. Uh, If I may interject here. Please. Look, I'd just like to say that you got some nerve coming in here and wasting my time and my brother Tony's time. I'm going to remember your name because you, Al Yankovic, are the most untalented, pathetic loser that I've ever met in my entire life. Life. Okay, um, maybe you're just... nothing but a hack. 
a stupid, useless parasite. And you're so ugly. Okay. That ridiculous hair, that horrible mustache, stupid glasses. You make me want to throw up. All right, thank you, thank you, Ben. Thank you, Ben, for your for your thoughts. Thank you. Is that the McGruber McGruber dude? Uh, <laughs> that is. That yes, is. Uh, it is. Will Forte. Will Forte. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Uh, yeah, that's it. Says it right there in the 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 the, the thing, the audio. That is uh, weird. The Al Yankovic story. This is a. Uh, a biopic, but it's just like Weird Al Yankovic's music. It's a parody of a biopic, and it uh, loosely covers his career from the Doctor Demento show called the Captain Buffoon Show on here, all the way up through uh, his life and times dating Madonna and coming up with the original song "Eat It," which is not a parody of any other song whatsoever. Um, this is, uh, this is, this is a lot of fun. It's actually really funny. And, um, there are some amazing, uh, cameos in it. You've got Evan Rachel Wood as Madonna. You've got Rain Wilson as Dr. Demento. Oh my gosh, uh, dude. What? That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, wait till you hear this. Uh, you've got, uh, where is, let me find it. Um, Lin-Manuel Miranda's in this, Lin-Manuel right? Lin-Manuel Miranda is an ER doctor. Conan, o- Conan O'Brien as Andy Warhol. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> what? I can see it though. I can see it with the hair. You David, get the hair right. David Destmalchian Del- Del- as John Deacon, the quiet bassist from Queen. Uh, Emo oh, Phillips man. as Salvador Dali. Patton Oswalt, uh, Michael McKean. Like so many, so many uh, cameos in this thing. And you even hear uh, in that scene Al Yankovic, Weird Al Yankovic himself, as the other record producer that uh, uh, is yeah, sitting was... in the room while Will Forte. Oh, that's him yelling, like Radcliffe. repeating him and yelling. A... I was. I was surprised yeah. you chose that clip because it has the actual Weird Al's voice. In I, it. And like, I it, figured this it works against a... the thing because Daniel Radcliffe is trying so hard to do a specific voice, you know, yeah. and he gets trampled by Weird Al. I, I, this is what a Roku original. Where are you watching? Is it's that where Roku, you saw it? It's a Roku original, which is a free free watch. Just sign up for a free Roku account. Um, if you, it's really weird. If you watch it, I'm trying to remember if I had commercials when I watched it on my. Uh, iPad. I don't think I did, but I did when I was capturing audio doing it in a browser. So however you end up watching it, you might have commercials, you might not, and it's not a big deal, but um, sure. Uh, for a free watch. Uh, did I mention, yeah, Daniel Radcliffe as, as we talked about. Um, uh, what else? This, uh, let's see, premiered at the Toronto International Film Festival to, to rave reviews. Um, and it is going into this, just be prepared that it is just like Weird Al's music. Um, it, it centers around kind of a, a joke from the get go that it's all parody and you just kind of got to go along for the ride. I keep, uh, I've heard zero bad things about it. Everyone I've talked to has really liked it. And I guess I'm, I'm a little surprised. I don't know why, because we've seen plenty of streaming services come and go that, uh, seem dumb and then they make something amazing and you're like oh wow yeah. and then the, and now we think of them as oh yeah Netflix makes really high quality Oscar winning content right, right or whatever and I always think of I just don't think of Roku as one of these things yet never think of Roku and mm. and if it weren't for you know, this is the only thing I think I've ever watched on the Roku channel um, yeah. and and I didn't spend a lot of extra time there saying oh well what else do they have so uh, oh yeah I forgot to mention uh, Jack Black is Wolfman Jack thank you Bio Cow what. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Wolfman yeah. Jack. Uh, yeah. I got to watch it. Uh, there's a scene that takes place at a party where you see about a hundred different cameos of avant-garde musicians and celebrities that you know would never all be at a party together. And it's 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 almost makes you want to uh, pause it and look at the uh, the different um, people that they've got in this thing. Wow. Is this their first thing or has Roku had other content that I just don't know about? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> See, this is what it takes, right? You do something big this like this. This is what it takes, exactly. Yeah. Listen, it, it, it's working for the Roku channel. It didn't work so much for Yahoo Screens when they had the sixth uh, season of uh, Community on there. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. So that this uh, writer-director, uh, Eric Apple here, yeah. is apparently uh, owned by Roku. Um, He's owned so by for, Roku. For instance, he has been creating a series that has Kevin Hart in it called Die Hart. And that's a Roku oh, original. Okay. Oh, okay. So right. they got other stuff. That's interesting. They uh, own them. So, they're in, so, so they do human trafficking, but only writers and uh, producers. Uh, they, they own those people. Uh, Liam Hemsworth has a Roku original called Most Dangerous Game. I've never heard of it. No. Really? Meanwhile, well, yeah. his uh, brother is on the Disney Channel jumping off of uh, cliffs and uh, <laughs> climbing mountains and stuff. So, uh, Oh, this is uh, uh, Chrissy Teigen's uh, Chrissy's Court is, uh, is a Roku original. Well, I've, I have seen clips from that. On never, never even heard of it until Ooh, today. I, I don't think I could even accidentally watch that. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Anyway, Weird, the Al Yankovic story, appearing now on the Roku channel for free. Just go sign up for a free account and enjoy. For uh, free. Enjoy Sounds good. For um, free. Let's fly over to Nicole Town and uh, find out what she's got waiting for us this week. Um, oh, before I do, though, real quick. So I watched two yeah. things this week that you and Randy both recommended, I think, maybe even the same things at different times. I'm not 100% sure. But well, I watched something I recommended, too. Did I? Oh, yeah, right. I'm not done yet. But yes, I started the thing Brian recommended. Um, <laughs> uh, there's two seasons of it, so I gotta, I'm, okay. I still got gotcha. a ways to go. But uh, I started watching. What, what was it? I started watching Brian's, which is called. Hold on. Don't say. Hold on, don't say it. it's called the, say it. the you, you can beg me now and I'm not gonna say the, it. The, the, uh, I can't think of the name. Documentary about we're gonna, we're gonna sit here for hours oh, until you shit. come up with it because I'm not gonna tell it's you. It's the Christopher Walken uh, Stephen Merchant thing. Oh, the loser. The, no? no, not the that, losers, but it's like oh, that. So close. The the, um, the 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 larcenies. The what? Yeah, yes. the outlaws. The outlaws, yes. that's it. Outlaws. I haven't Gosh, even it. seen it and I remembered it. I'm only three episodes in. Dude, I got COVID brain. I'm already stupid. So. <laughs> uh, anyway, there's that. And then I watched Avenue 5 while I was sick. Loved that freaking thing. Um, absolutely loved Avenue 5. And then I watched, Kim and I watched the uh, Gold City, whatever, Lost City. What was it called? The, the, oh, the, Lost City yeah, with Lost City. Yeah. yeah, that surprised me how much I like that. Speaking of uh, Daniel Radcliffe in a very funny role. Um, now that we now that we've all seen it, I want to ask the question again that I asked when when uh, Nicole recommended it. What did you think of the uh, leeches scene? Scott, um, it, that- I thought it was going to be gotcha. worse than it was because when he turned around, I went, "Oh, his his wiener will be covered in leeches or something, and that'll be worse than on his butt or his back." And oh, sorry, Mark is being loud. Oh, was that Mark? Right. I couldn't hear it. <laughs> sound like <laughs> what is this? Sounds like a the shake machine at a Wendy's or something. I could try to figure he's, out what that he's was. Installing a mantle, and I told him like, oh, okay. You have picked the worst time to do this. I thought that sounded like uh, the Jason Voorhees thing. That, sh- sh- <laughs> that thing. That's like, good too. Whoa! Like what is? That. Why is Nicole doing that? Anyway. Uh, I like them all, except the ending of that movie's dumb, but the rest of it's really funny and well-made. 
Um, okay, Nicole, let's get into it. You watched the thing. You want to set this up? Do you really want to do this now? I, I apologize if you hear banging in the background. No worries. So, uh, <laughs> You'll be fine. Based on the clip we play, you might hear banging in the foreground, too. <laughs> <laughs> this, is t- <laughs> this is on HBO Max. Max. And I have been intrigued since I... S- Shut up. <laughs> it's we re- it's really not coming through, so don't worry about it. It's not that bad, yeah. It's really not that bad. <laughs> okay. Um, I just channel a little bit of Scrooge. Uh, so yeah, I've been intrigued to watch this because I had no idea what the movie was going to be about. I only followed the drama at Cannes, and that is why I watched the movie, and I'm glad I did because I enjoyed the movie. All right. So there you go. Here it is. Violet, where are you from? Pardon? I said, where are you from? Philadelphia. Hmm. I'm from Philadelphia. Yeah. Are you serious? I didn't know that. I know I like to. Most of the women here are from Philadelphia. Or Baltimore. Or Chicago. I've noticed. Mm. You got no one other thing? I, for one, do not miss no, the winters. No, no, no. I thrive in the sunshine, even though I'm alabaster skin. Oh, I love mm. the sunshine. I love the beach. Mm. Mm. What was the last beach you went to? Oh, fun fact about the beach, I read this. Yeah. Beaches are actually some of the filthiest places in the whole world. Just a sandbox of disease. And- Peter, <laughs> do not say disease it's at the dinner table. They need to know. I could probably guess Hilton Head, Cape Cod, or the Jersey Shore. And we all honeymooned in Sea Island, or the Poconos, or Niagara Falls. So uh, you got your you got your uh, uh, Florence Pew there, right? What is, is that? This? How you say your name, Pew? Yeah. Pew. Yeah. yeah. What do you say? Oh, no. Well, how do you say it? You say it. Yeah. What do you uh, say? Forget. I looked at it. I was like, Yeah, I don't. Well, now that I pug. know, I'm gonna say pug. pug. <laughs> was it pug? Florence Pug. Florence Pug. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! I shouldn't have told you. It's it's puff. It's Puff, oh. Florence Puff. <laughs> no, it's Pew. But anyway, uh, yeah. so what do you think? I've been really curious and then on the fence on this one. So Because really- when you watch the trailers, you're like, what is this movie? So the, the controversy around this um, kind of outshined the movie. Mm. So you have Olivia Wilde, who was married to Jason Sudeikis, who is Mr. Ted Lasso. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They divorced, I believe, or they split up during this movie. Like something happened. And then mm-hmm. the rumor was she started uh, dated, dating Harry Styles. And so there's like all this weirdness, apparently, from the filming of this movie. And then you get to the Cannes Festival and you watch just how uncomfortable everyone is. Yeah. yeah. And Chris Pine, 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 Chris Pine plays Frank, who's kind of the leader. He's the the organizer of this place that they're all in in the movie. Okay, so set, he, in, the, set in the fifties or he, something, right? Like some idyllic, what's that? Fi- some idyllic fifties setting or whatever. Yes, so it know. takes place in the fifties. Every wife is a very Stepford wife, uh, very perfect, and they're always doing everything for the husbands. And the husbands go off to work, and you have no idea where they go. But then they come back, and the wives are there, and they're perfect. But there's just on the table and drink in hand. Everybody's you know doing it, and just weird, uh, perfect world that everybody is in. Um, And you're like, what's going on? (laughs) What? There's something wrong. And you don't know what, and you finally kind of unweave it, and you get to. I I I, li- I liked it. I really enjoyed the mm-hmm. reveal, um, and knowing the backstory of the real actors made it a little bit interesting too. Because I just 
was curious how they all work together. Um, her, I, so yeah, it's called Don't Worry, Darling. Don't Worry, Darling. It is streaming on HBO Max. This, this is where her right and now. Harry Styles met and started their relationship, right? I think so. Yeah. Okay. And right. then when you get to Cannes, you see they are clearly not in a relationship anymore. Yeah, that's, they're broke up now. And now there's some big controversy because I guess they have a maid or she had a maid that's like doing some tell-all tour. <laughs> so she's oh, geez. doing all this, which is <laughs> wow. all very unfortunate. Well, and yeah, Harry yeah. Styles was supposed to be Charlotte LaBeouf. Charlotte LaBeouf. Yeah. Shyla LaBeouf. Anyway, she said that she fired him. Yeah. And he's like, oh, no, 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 sweetie, I quit. <laughs> and there was like all this, it's like, mm, snap kind yeah. of stuff. Because that's his uh, role, right? The, he was supposed to be, his, he's supposed to be the Harry Styles character. Or he was. Yes, he's yeah. supposed to be the Harry Styles. I don't, as I was watching it, I, I was like, I don't think I would have enjoyed it as much um, had it been uh, Shia. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I, I think Harry Styles was was uh very good for especially for mm-hmm. being a musician this being one of his first acting things wasn't he yeah in, um what was the uh dunkirk uh, dunkirk thank you yes and he, he was, was great in, Dun- in dunkirk he's also yeah. in a newer movie uh the mail no mailman no what the heck let me just click uh, on his mailman name and the, tell me. it's mailman the john ratzenberger story uh, coming <laughs> soon uh, he plays a young john ratzenberger was the policeman. Oh, policeman. I knew it was a man. Yeah. I knew it had a man in the title. You're right. It did. It is policeman. That's a brand new thing, right? Yeah. I think yeah, so. Yeah. Good. I haven't my, seen that one. Oh, no, it's My Policeman is what it's called. And it's, yeah, My uh, Policeman. Harry Styles, Emma Corrin, and Gina McKee. The some Britishy thing. Looks so, all right. Gina yeah. and I watched, uh, watched this as well when it was streaming. And... Um, thought it was okay. Like it, it, uh, it's beautiful and, and obviously definitely reminiscent of things like Stepford yeah. Wives and stuff like that. Um, it's a gorgeously made movie, and man, there are parts of it that are really striking. But boy, we hated the end. You didn't <laughs> oh, like really? the end. Did not like the See, end. I, I like the end. I, I feel like this is where Olivia Wilde establishes herself as a filmmaker. Like mm-hmm. the the yeah. cinematography mm-hmm. is fantastic. The the score, I really enjoyed the music in this movie. Like I, I you know. I guess I don't care as much about story. I need to, I need to think about that. I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> then you actually might like it. I mean, I think again, it's a, it's a very striking film as far as visuals and, and, um, and the acting's great. I mean, it's, you know, bottom line when Olivia Wilde premiered this film and then went onto the internet and started dunking on Jordan Peterson of all people, I was just oh, like, I did? have to see this. I have really? to watch oh, this. Wow. <laughs> well, everybody yeah. dunks on Jordan Peterson. He's easy to dunk on, but, but no like her, spoilers. We her claim spoil was that there's a, there's a Jordan Peterson character in the movie, which there is. Yeah. And you know, she's, uh, you know, she was like having to, <laughs> having to fight about it. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. Yeah, he's, he's... Uh, and let's not gloss over the fact that Nick Crawl is in this thing, and he's great yeah, too. Yeah, he was, he was great. I'm almost done, Mark. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Can you come hold this side of the mantle while I drill? <laughs> yeah. Well, and then the the big thing was he gave uh, Harry Styles a big old kiss, and then there was like this weird attraction yeah. between the two of them, and I think they were just playing it up for the cameras. Yeah, and there was that whole thing where he spit into Chris Pine's lap, or he, everyone thought he did, but he didn't. Oh. Oh, really? Well, it, and then Chris Pine was holding spoons for some reason. Yeah, it was so weird. I'm not sure. It's really weird. <laughs> it was so weird. But the movie, I mean, it got me in. I mean, it did its job. It got me interested yeah. in the movie, and I watched the movie, and I was like, oh. Also, I, like I think that. we're probably all in agreement. Florence Pugh is everyone's favorite thing right now. She's so she, great. 
Yeah, and this this mm-hmm. movie, she's great in spite of it, or or you know, uh, she elevates the the content. I think I agree. She's totally. also oh, well, she knew it too. Yeah. Like she was. I'm not going to do that. Yeah, <laughs> when she was doing those, she wasn't doing the press. She's like, yeah, yeah she's good. She can kind right. of call her own shots these days, and you know, yeah. I, I think she's awesome. And she's also extremely adept at faking any accent you need her to do. Jeez. I think that's so. Did, good. did either of you? Did you guys ever watch Big Love? Uh, oh, yeah, the TV show. Oh yeah, uh-huh. it's great. So Douglas Smith, who plays Bill in this, it, he was oh. in Big Love, and I couldn't yeah. play the older like, oh, son. The yeah. older son. Yeah, that was like oh okay, kind of a surprise. I haven't seen him in forever. Yeah, it's yeah. been a bit for that guy. Um, all right, well, excellent. I uh, I think I'll end up seeing it just because I think it feels like a movie I should see. I don't know. Yeah, I'll just see it. Give it a watch. I'll watch. I recommend for, it. The Pew Factor is enough to get me in. Um, and, and uh and oh, and yeah. olivia wilde man like she's yeah. making the biggest secret in hollywood movie right now and I, i'm sure ebbett's heard about this she's directing a, a marvel film that is completely secret i didn't like, know about it this won't, no one will say anything about it and like oh. so it's nothing but guesswork people trying to figure out who the only thing we've we've heard is that it's female centric that's okay. like the one thing okay. That's come along. I have no idea. I didn't know that for was a thing. Movie? Yeah. No, yeah, for, for, uh, yeah, for, uh, for this Marvel movie. Untitled MCU coming, project. Yeah. yeah. And, well, and I- Olivia, <laughs> Olivia Wilde, like, you know, refuses to say anything about it. And, and some people started a campaign to get Daisy Ridley in the movie. And I'm like, you don't even know what the movie is. Right. Exactly. What, you- character, what Marvel character they're doing. Oh, we'll do a. <laughs> It's just it needs to start Daisy Ridley. Whatever if it's female, if it's female centric, can we? Dazzler in the chat room. That's the one that Cameron Crowe wants to direct. Is, yeah, uh, that, is, that's yeah. been in the news for Cameron Crowe. But Brian, if you had to pick like a female centric MCU movie, whatever that may be, what do you hope it is? Do you have a hope? Oh, geez, that's really um, that's a really good question. Uh, I mean, X Men related or mutant related or um, yeah, um, Mystique would be great. Like. Uh, not you know the the character that uh, Jennifer Lawrence played in the X Men movies, but she's she has so much development around her, or even Rogue for that matter. Um, both yeah, you of them could would be you could do great. some stuff like um, oh that's Marvel never or DC. I'm thinking of DC with the um, what are they called the, the the Harley Quinn movie they made they made yeah. one of them oh yeah the Suicide Squad no the one after that the she, she was her and a bunch of ladies. Oh, Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey. I was thinking of that. Yeah. That's that's not Marvel. Well, anyway. Like no, but I mean, you know, Thunderbolts like is... You don't like Bird of Prey? Is pretty much going to be like I that. Didn't, well, that Birds I didn't. I didn't like okay. it. it was no, right. I didn't. Well, look, we're gonna, didn't, next time I see like it, we'll, it either, Nicole. Really? I, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, this is supposed to be made for me. Like, yeah. I thought it was all right. You know what? Next time I see it, we'll wrestle. And then whoever wins. It'll be Season four... Season four of Doom Patrol is coming out. Yeah. Uh, oh, made for me. Yeah. That, yeah. December eighth. It's very exciting. <laughs> I've been watching the, uh, the the new season of Titans and it's fantastic. It's really oh, is it good? good? Okay, cool. Yeah. I still swear in it. It's getting lots of swears. In lots it. of swears, and you know, uh, Robin's still a badass. Uh-huh. Or I guess uh, Dick Grayson. I should yeah. say, which is the most. It's the most um, unrealistic thing in the entire DC universe is how badass Robin is. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> let's move on. Let's go to uh, let's go to Randy over here with his recommendation. Randy, any setup? Uh, just that you're uh, everybody's going to know exactly what this is. Uh, it, but not everybody's watched it, and I'm gonna I'm gonna be the last uh, of a series of rants. People have been ranting about this for three months, and I'm gonna be the last person that you hear rant about this. 
and you're going to know exactly what it is. All right. Uh, actually, I assume rant in a positive way, but let's find out on the back end yeah. of this thing. Here you go. But where were you? It's not important. If it's not important, but well, why not tell me? Cassian? Who came by the house last night? Jesse and Tenny brought supper in Mamarva's medicine. And then Jesse came back because... Anybody you know, looking for me? Baba Brasso. Brasso wasn't looking for you. What did you tell him? Barba told him. Told him what? Pausing for data lag. Tell me what she said. Retention Marva said you were out ruining your health and reputation with friends of low character. She told him sooner or later you were going to get yourself into trouble you couldn't talk your way out of. Then she told Brasso that... No. Come here. Listen to me. It's important. I know it takes a lot of energy, but can you make a lie for me? I can lie. I have adequate power reserves. Don't tell anybody you saw me. Don't tell anybody you know where I am. That's two lies. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, Jay, that's Dave Chapman as B2 Emo yes. or whatever his name is. Yes, yeah. yes. The, the new yeah. droid at the end of the uh, gallery of droids that you see at the beginning of every Star Wars show. Yeah. That is that is Star Wars Andor, uh, which a lot of people know, but too many people don't know. And yeah. again, this has been this has been a weekly rant for a lot of talking heads for a long time now. Let me be the last. Please sit down and watch this series right now. We got a holiday weekend. Sit down and watch this series. If you only saw the first couple of episodes, please push through to the next couple of episodes and then continue and finish the series. Now, the previous rants were all about we've got to get Disney to know that this is a really, really good show. And they did. They figured it out. They started filming a second season. So good news. It's not as dire as it seemed. But <laughs> I'm telling you, this is a series that's going to be winning Emmys next year. It's going to be, uh, you know, it's going to be very highly looked forward to in a second season. And you are missing it, people. <laughs> You're missing that. It's not just the best Star Wars series. Tony Gilroy is a freaking genius and he made the best Star Wars movie, Rogue One, and now he's made the best Star Wars TV series. It's not just that. It's one of the best series of the year. Like, I mm-hmm. I think of this now along with things like The Bear and Severance. It's that good. Yeah. Please watch this. I show. agree with you. I'm only uh, five, six episodes in because um, we're just doing a massive catch up. I knew I was going to see the entirety of it. But what I'm struck with for the first half of the season, a little bit more, uh, and and I'm sure this probably holds through the entire thing, is that it's, this is not one of those, hey, kids, check out the lightsabers, blasters, and exciting moment-to-moment action constant uh, stuff, plus all the fan service. That's not this. This, this no. is like a proper drama that is just textured and layered and full of characters that are not throwaway, that are not just there to make you go, oh, yeah, I remember that from episode five or whatever. Mm-hmm. They and don't Samantha do and I spent, We spent eight episodes asking, what is this show about? After every episode, for eight episodes, Samantha and I were just like scratching our heads. I don't know what this show is about. Is this a hero's journey? No, it's not. Oh, is this a heist show? Kind of, but not really. Oh, is this a prison show? Well, yeah, but not really. What is this show about? And then you finally come to understand what it is. I don't want to say anymore. 
but it is such so well written acted everything about it and like you say scott the the force may may as well not exist in this mm-hmm. series yeah you know this um, is the part of star like, wars i always want to hear more about i want to hear more the, about the dirty streets and the corpos and the the kind of the blade runner-esque aspects of the universe that star wars inhabits we spend too much time with people in robes too many too much time with people you know of of means in the universe and who have the magic or whatever mm-hmm. what's it like on the ground especially during the worst time of the occupation of the of the galaxy by the um by the emperor by the empire like that's really fascinating to me i like that it's a slow burn i like that it's not constantly hoping i'm i'm you know it's okay that i'm not 10 years old like i don't think some 10 12 year old's gonna like this show i think they're gonna be like eh. they're gonna feel the way about this the way i felt about empire strikes back when i was a kid when they get older though they're gonna go oh it turns out Andor's where it was at and so it does play to an older audience, it plays to a more mature sort of palette and that sort of stuff. But I think it's to its credit that it's doing that. I'm amazed they're getting away with it, to be honest. And I am too. I love it. I love Again, it. Again, Tony Gilroy is a freaking genius. He, com- you know, he completely uh, saved uh, Rogue One. Like uh, Rogue One was set to be a mediocre film and Tony Gilroy came in and just I love made One. it into tour to force yeah. i know it pisses um, some people off but it's the only good modern star wars movie sorry sorry everybody else the rest of them are okay <laughs> some fun throwaway good times are had i'm not saying they're all trash but i take rogue one over any of them uh it's got it's got some great performances in this series like if you if you haven't been watching it because you don't expect it to have like real serious acting i'm telling you stellan skarsgård steals the show every scene he's in genevieve o'reilly as mon mothma the voice of moira try to not hear moira from overwatch every time oh shit that's Um, what it is oh my gosh i've been playing a lot of overwatch and it's been driving me crazy why she was so familiar and i didn't look it up that's a that's crazy Okay. Yeah. Um. And you know, you know, she survives because she's in Rogue One. Diego Luna as Cassian Andor. You know, he survives this series because he's in Rogue One. And then you have to stop and ask yourself: So, if these people's necks aren't on the chopping block, how is this series going to end? And it nails it. Please, seriously, Stellan Skarsgård for an Emmy. He's so there good. is a scene in the middle of this series where he comes face to face with Forrest Whitaker and they have a scene that I can only compare to the diner scene between Pacino and De Niro and heat. Ooh. And it is <laughs> stunning how, how well it's written and it's acted really and they're, Oh man, I want to go back and watch that scene. And by, by the way, Tony Gilroy kind of Michael Mannish in this series. Mm-hmm. I, I feel. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually, it's done with such, um, I don't know. Cinematography is obviously really important, but everything has got a real natural beauty to it. Um, the thing I think I like the most about it is the tone and how much I actually give a crap about these characters. Most Star Wars series, I will admit, when somebody dies or goes away or whatever, I just kind of go, eh, all right, well, this is kind of a big arcade game. It's not that big a deal. Mm-hmm. People die in this, I'm torn to pieces by it. Like I, I, yeah. I, was, I was wrecked by one recently. I won't say who, but there's somebody in this who I think has been brilliantly portrayed who is now taken from us. And I'm not used to feeling those emotions in Star Wars land. It just oh. doesn't happen normally. Oh, if, do you remember the bear? The brother from the bear, the, the surviving brother who's kind of a misfit and a, a little bit of an addict and kind of makes things very, very difficult for the main character. He's in Andor and it is such a crushing portrayal for me. Like 
from the beginning, from when I first saw him, I'm like, oh no, <laughs> I really like this guy and this character. What's going to happen? Yeah. You know? Yeah. There's a bunch of, uh, I love the Game of Thrones connections. There's uh, this Anton Lesser guy plays up higher up in the Empire. Um, you would know him immediately. You'd see him and go, oh, he's the, he's the, the maester that's on the wall that could have been king, but decided to be a, you know, devote his life to being a maester and being stationed on the wall and whatever. That guy shows up like a bunch of Game of Thrones style people kind of parade through this thing. And I would say that that's to the show's credit. They are aiming for like a higher minded fantasy story and they're pulling it off amazingly. And they're also they're also going for TV drama, which I real I realize now you haven't really seen in Star Wars. But, you know, like one of the cinematographers for Andor uh, was the cinematographer for Narcos. One of them, one of the cinematographers was a cinematographer for The Crown. You know what I mean? Like they're 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 bringing over people who know how to make this kind of TV drama look great. Yeah. Well, I'm in. We're all in. We love you're this. Already in. Well, yeah. You're already yeah. in. Yeah, you guys are. You guys are more like in Nicole, than me. Nicole, I, I'm going to catch up. Would you guys watch Andor for me, please? Yeah, everybody else watch Andor. Okay. <laughs> the world who hasn't seen Andor, watch it. That's right. Uh, it's, oh, it's been so sad to me to to not be hearing that it's the highest rated thing streaming. It's so sad. Like, well, but sometimes be. the best stuff is that. That's how this goes. Yeah, you know, flies under the radar for folks, and they think, oh, you know, I've seen, I've seen Mandalorian. I know my Star Wars stuff, and they forget that. Oh no, this can be. There's stuff that can be so much even better than uh, than the great uh, yeah, Mandalorian. This will be like. And one I of love, those. I love that they got Obi Wan out first before this that had to be that way because the whole time you're watching this you know a living obi-wan kenobi is kicking around somewhere Mm. and he's not doing anything he's not doing shit (laughs) (laughs) so can you hear me now yes Yes. hello have you been talking this whole time yes i have i've been i'm like mark is watching it i'm not watching it here's here's my problem Mm. i i watched Mm obi-wan i know how it ends i find when i know how it ends I really do not enjoy stories that I know, like I, I know the end result. Mm-hmm. So I'm not watching Andor. maybe, maybe I'll give it a shot. I now. just, I just you want should. you to know there yeah. are like four finales through scattered throughout this series. This yeah, series yeah. has, an end, uh, yeah, it yeah. has an end to the hero's journey part, an end to the heist part, an end to the prison part. <laughs> and, yeah. and uh, I don't even want to mention the actor who, comes through with the best supporting actor emmy without a doubt in my mind in the prison part of this series like i am so blown away by him maybe i've actually let's just say you don't have to be you don't have to be caesar to know who who you're talking about (laughs) you don't have to be look it's not a precious it's not a precious role okay 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 i haven't even gotten to it yet i just know who's in it so i assume i assume we're talking about the same person (laughs) I don't, I don't know. I, and and I I've know spent three months, like every week, I'm like, is somebody going to recommend Andor? I'm not sure. What is this show about? And then it finally. Yeah, if, if you were to ask me, I would have said, oh, yeah, somebody already did recommend Andor. But I guess none of us did. I thought we did. But no. Huh. Well, usually we okay, wait until so. they're done anyway. So today's a good one because it ended today or final finale today. So yep. uh, very it nice. Came out about 10 hours ago. I, I will now lay upon you um, one that is a documentary and I watched this on HBO Max and I thought it was fascinating and I like, let's put it this way, I like Southern Gothic stories when they're real or fake, I don't care, I just like them and there's a brand new documentary on HBO that fits that real nicely 
In this case, it has to be, it's, it's, you know, it happened in reality. So anyway, here it is. I was with him that morning. He was shot. In his mind, he was ready to give up. I said, you know, Alex, there's an end to this, and there's a life beyond this, and you need to be here for your family, and Buster loves you, and, you know, we'll all support you 100%. And he told me that he had an opioid addiction and that he had been struggling with it for many, many years, and it was very expensive. Okay, so the movie or the show or the series, I should say, it's three episodes, a documentary series on HBO Max called Low Country. And it is a documentary about a, well, mostly it's about a family um, called the Murtaugh's who have kind of run that place or Murdaw, not Ta, Murdaw. Are they getting too old for this shit? <laughs> no. In fact, okay. it, that's the closest I can. I always have to remember that name or I don't get it right. Because in the movie they, or in the show, <laughs> they sound like they're saying Murdoch all the time. Like, gotcha. Like okay. uh, uh, Daredevil Murdoch. But it's Murdaw. And um, anyway, this family's been in there uh, in this part of what they call the low country of South Carolina. I'd never heard of it before, but it's, it's like the kind of more swampy, lower stuff. And it's very small town, I think 1,200 people, 1,600 people, something like that. But there's this one family, this white family called the Murdaws, who have essentially, since the town existed, have run everything. And a little mafia style, but but it's usually through legitimate means. Like they have a huge law firm, they have other businesses, but it's all very good old boys club. If they don't like somebody, they will shut you down. If they like you, you might, they might be the best friends you ever had. It's that kind of situation. And they have kids and their kids are grade a butthole McGee's (laughs) the worst kids. And the kids do some terrible things that start kind of this thing in motion where one of the Murdaws, basically the the dad who's now kind of in charge of everything, has got a horrific opioid addiction that nobody knows about. And it turns out a bunch of murders and other stuff, they all get attached to him. And it the way it unfolds is fascinating. If you like true crime and you like documentaries about just weird dynamics for power and stuff in small towns, this sort of thing, it's fascinating and i really liked it um it's three episodes long super easy to consume and is available now on netflix called low country and this is uh this is one of the things that's been influenced by the success of yellowstone or totally different i would say mm, no i wouldn't compare i don't think they have any comparison there because this is this isn't like um, well, I mean, Yellowstone is a lot about a family trying to use its power to do stuff and they got to go dark places to get it done. I mean, I guess you're not wrong. There, there could be a comparison made, but I don't think this show, I don't think this documentary happened because of that. Or they were like, Oh, we have an opening. Cause people like Yellowstone. I don't think it's like that. I think it's more like, here's just a crazy story and we got to do a documentary about it. In fact, I keep forgetting that it's on HBO max and not on Netflix. Cause this feels like one of those Netflix crime shows. Cause yeah. you know, they do a million of them, like uh, how to make yeah. a murderer or make American murderer or whatever the hell they're called. Yeah, exactly. Like all, yeah. The Ken Kratt stuff. It's like the true, that. The true crime channel. Yeah. The true crime, true crime channel known as Netflix. Uh, yeah. I love the meme that came around this week where in the future, Netflix only has two buttons. One says murders and the other says cakes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> That's all you can watch. Nice. That's great. Nice. Oh, it's so accurate too. Jeez. It's gnarly though. And it reminded me of why I love Southern 
crime and drama. There's something about it as a genre, like why I love Justified, why I love, um, oh, geez, there's so many. Other. That, that one with uh, Spider-Man and uh, <laughs> Tom Holland here recently, that was a Netflix thing. It was a drama called All the Devil All the Time or The Devil Sees You Do It All the Time or something like that, whatever that was called. If you never, if you passed on that, you should not. It's and if you like Southern Gothic, you would freaking love that movie. That was real good. Uh, we'll call it Murder Cakes for short. There you go. I like it. Um, <laughs> anyway, those are our recommendations this week. And if you're like, man, I can't follow all that. These are four of my favorite people, and they just mentioned a whole bunch of cool shit. How do I find out about it? Here's all you have to do: go to quicktms.li, and it'll all be there. All right. Yep, it's okay. already even there right now. Thanks to thanks to. Uh, uh, Randy and Scott and Nicole putting their options in or putting their uh, things in early for yeah. me. <laughs> Nicole, good luck with your mantle that you're getting installed there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, goes well. Can we go? Can we do it? I'm like, I'm on mute. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Go make your noise. Oh, tell, by the way, Scott, speaking, tell Mark we love justified. him. Yes. Oh, just I, I have a city primeval update. Oh, um, go. Give me. Uh, we, uh, it, it, we initially were hearing that it was going to premiere in December of this year. It has been pushed to 2023. Boo. So, yeah, I know, but, but it still, is coming. Still New season of than, Justified yeah. is coming. It's just we got to be patient. Oh, and all our people are in okay. it. Oh, look at this. You got your Timothy Oliphant. Who's Skender Lugareri? Who the hell's that? Okay, anyway, whatever. <laughs> yeah. <I> think- <laughs> uh, uh, awesome. Well, thanks for that update. Uh, Randy, have a fantastic week. We'll see you on FilmSack this weekend Happy for uh, whatever it is. What are we doing? Thanks, Randy. Know. You know what we're doing? Film we're sack. doing uh, Diamonds Are Forever, ever. ever oh, right. Ever. Dame James Bond. That's right. Be this Wrap weekend. them around your little finger. <laughs> we will be um, recovering from Give turkey intake. Watching we're watching some... it tonight just because we know we're going to be uh, pulled in every direction between now and, and Saturday morning. I assume you've seen that movie a hundred times, right? Oh, is it From Russia With Love? I knew that was the... You're right. It's the second one, From Russia With Love. Oh, From, from Russia. Russia. You're right. Yeah. right, right All right, right, not Diamonds. You're Russia. Right. We did diamonds. No, we didn't do diamonds. We did. We um, no, we only did Doctor No, and and from Russia with Love is the second one. Third one's diamonds. I think the third one's diamonds. Which is the one where Odd Job throws his hat? Did we already see That'd it. The Goldfinger. Goldfinger. Because he's. Oh, that's right. Goldfinger's henchman. Right. He had a finger. Who throws a shoe? Honestly. <laughs> 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 oh my lord. All right, we're gonna yeah, get out of here. Russia with Love. One of my favorite uh, Bond themes, as a matter of fact. Oh. Well, see, that's what you get when yeah. you like Bond. Yeah. Um, we're out of here. Quick text before we go. Uh, we got one here that says, TMS recommendal. My wife knows that you all, uh, you all like scary psychological stuff and wants you to check out the Netflix show 1899. Um, that dude I was just talking about on Andor, the, the, yeah. he's in there, I guess. Yes, this is done by um, the folks who did Dark, which I was completely and totally hooked on. Um, that show with the the time travel cave that was on Netflix. Oh, the German show. Yeah, the German show. Is and this also? I've German? already started watching this because, like, basically, day it came out, I started watching 1899 because I love Dark so much. So is this English or is it in German? It is in it is in many different languages so far. Like, I'm just I just basically have it on subtitles because okay. there's danish and english and and uh spanish and all that stuff so it's like all right uh subtitles let it be in its original languages the last show is like hey we're gonna do everything in german hope you like subtitles and this time they're like oh you think we're gonna do our english debut no (laughs) exactly right we're gonna do all the languages we heard you like subtitles yeah (laughs) (laughs) 
<coughs> I'm excited to check that one out. Uh, so thank you for that text. It didn't have a name on it, so we'll call you Rando. Hey, I heard a rumor that Coverville's happening today. Well, it's early. It's today? early. Well, it's only Wednesday, Scott. Yeah, every year I do this. The uh, big Thanksgiving episode is all Beatles uh, all the time. Uh, so that is happening today. About an hour and, I don't know, change, maybe hour and a half of uh, Beatles covers. I've got some new stuff, but I'm also going kind of in the in the catalog and pulled out some old covers as well. So that is going to be coming up today, 1 p.m. Mountain Time, twitch.tv. And yes, I have have to figure out a good deck to work with the Vibranium Mines, which is the featured location currently in Marvel Snap. Nice. I think it's my Kazar Onesies deck is basically what it's going to be. But uh, nice. uh, twitch.tv slash Coverville today, 1 p.m. Mountain Time. Yeah, All just roll, roll right into DTNS. Uh, about, right. Uh, take them and watch that for an hour, and then DTNS starts right after that. It's perfect. 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 Um, all right. That's going to do it for us. I want to thank some new patrons that joined up here recently. Ryan Smith, Riot Squirrel is also here. And Erwin huh. Wingringiga. How, sure. would, how would you say that? Erwin Waringa. 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 Something Squirini, like that. I think. Squirini. Thank you for joining us, yeah. Squirini, Squirrel, and yeah. Smith. The three S's. Uh, hey, it's good to have you here. And if you would like to be like them, head on over to patreon.com slash TMS and sign up today for the many great benefits that are there for the very, very, very cheap price of as little as a dollar a month. Go check it out. That's patreon.com slash TMS. Brian, let's get out of here. Let's do some music, though. Boy, we uh, almost didn't get this in time. Thank goodness she woke up in the middle of the night last night and added this request because we missed her week, her birthday last week. Uh, Monica wrote in, uh, Wicked Kitten, and said, Dear Simpsons and Bob's Burgers. Nice. If you're reading this, it's probably my birthday or near it. The last year has been filled with such highs and lows. I lost my grandmother at the beginning of the year. She was 96 and lived a full, wonderful life. The day job has gotten rougher, and the check engine light on my car lives only to torment me. Oh, God. <laughs> don't, don't give me any PTSD. Yeah. Uh, on the good side, I've been doing the horror podcast, Gore. She didn't mention it. Gore. Gore. For uh, over a year now. I even had the opportunity to guest on the show that literally inspired me to become a podcaster. That's us. Thank you both for your continued support and belief in me. And thank you, the Tadpooligans, for our Saturdays together. Uh, honestly, it feels like I'm just working for the weekend till I can hang out with them. Could you please play Loverboys Working for the Weekend by Love Cannon? Love y'all, Monica slash Wicked Kitten. Nice. P.S. You guys sound kind of sparkly. Oh, man. We haven't played that in a while. Let's play that. Uh, play it. Spark. Lee, here it is. Every- nope, wrong one. You guys sound kind of sparkly. Yep. And don't forget, he was sparkly. naked when he did that. He was naked when he uh, said that to us. I'll never <laughs> quite get over that. Ugh. You'll be both. Uh, there you go. That's uh, that's our request. Let's play it from the album Greatest Hits Volume One. They only had Greatest Hits albums, which came out back in 2012. Here's Love Cannon working for the weekend. All right, that's going to do it for this week. Uh, no th- show Thursday for Thanksgiving, but we will be here Friday morning for a play date at the normal TMS time that we usually record, so 9 a.m. And uh, we'll play some Drawful, some some Among Us. Everyone's invited, okay? So it doesn't you don't have to be a patron necessarily. You can just come as you are. Patrons will get prim- uh, uh, early access into the games, but uh, there's always room for more. So anyway. Always room for more. Yeah, always room for more. So come check that out. Uh, there's a rumor Dunaway is going to be joining us, so that'll be fun. Uh, that'll be, again, this Friday, 9 a.m. Mountain Time. And then all the other stuff we got this week. Core will be on Friday this week, uh, for those wondering. What will happen to that on Thursday? All right, that'll do it for us. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you then.
of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. He is deranged. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.